Welcome to the Nerdy Legion Podcast, the flagship podcast of all of the internet. Welcome, Nick. Welcome, Martin. So what's been up, man? I haven't talked to you in uh, 30 years. I know. It's been crazy. It's what the listeners say. I don't know if it's true. We, we but it's communicate. What they say. We communicate. Don't worry, listeners. Yeah, we talk. Just because we're not recording it doesn't right. mean that we're not chit-chatting. Exactly. Although we have both been pretty busy lately. We have been, which is we all right. Been. You've been out of state. You've been like a U.S. traveler here. <laughs> a yes, little bit I'm... of pleasure, a little bit of work. No, all, all work. No, no pleasure? No pleasure. Dang it. Yeah, I'm going back tomorrow, so I'll be gone till Thursday this time. Oof. Mm-hmm. Same, like, same hotel, same building, yep. that whole thing? Yep. Okay. Yep, same the whole that, thing. That stinks. Nah, it's fine. Um, I just always like new locales. But then mm. if you get a crappy hotel room, then it's like, oh, man. Uh, it doesn't measure yeah. up to the last one. Darn it. No, this hotel's all right. It's fine. All right. It's the, uh, I don't even know what it is. Is it a Holiday Inn? Oh. I guess. Where you're here, your family. Yeah, that's what they say. It's nice, yep. it's new. Oh, good. Yeah, so, uh, it's very comfy. Very modern. All right. Okay, do they have a continental breakfast type of thing? They do, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, there's a gym there, they have a pool. Yeah, it's nice. Is, is the pool closed at a certain point, certain time? No, 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 no. It's 24 hours, baby. And during the week, are you the only one in the pool? Because I'm guessing there isn't that much, like, traffic through that hotel. Buddy, I'm too tired to go to the pool. What? Come on. No, that that hotel's pretty busy, dude. Oh, I'm really? Surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. It'd yep. be just nice to have a whole pool to yourself at 8 o'clock I mean, at night. It would. I, uh, I have this weird thing about, like, public swimming pools. You know what I mean? It's, like, the same reason I don't take baths. Why, what's wrong with a pool? Compare, compare, a pool has chemicals in it compared to a bath that you're just sitting in your own filth. Yes. True. That's actually very true. Yeah. I don't know, but, you know, people pee in the pool. Yeah, but those chemicals break all that down. Come on. Yeah, you think so? Like, quick enough? And there's a filtration system that you hope works. I mean, Well, if it didn't work, it'd be green, so. but But the water has to get to the filtration first. Yeah. So what? What if you're, like, swimming and somebody pees as you're swimming past them? Yeah, see, I guess I, I'm not going to go in a real crowded pool. But, but that's just me. Oh, that's true. I just haven't me. seen that many people at the pool. So hmm. it's, like right, it's, like, right past the elevator, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you go around the corner from the elevator, and there's, like, restrooms there, and then, like, the pool. So the, so the, by the elevator smells like chlorine, because that smell permeates. No, it doesn't, actually. Really? Ooh, mm-hmm. you're in a fancy place, then. I guess. Wow. Uh, and yeah, is the Continental Breakfast, is it one of those, like, beyond the toast and donuts and fruit and cottage cheese? Like, do you get the frozen waffles and I mean, a toaster? You can, yeah, you can, you can make your own waffles. Oh, so they have the batter there in the machine. Yes. yes. Oh, that is fancy. All right. But uh, I just eat uh, eggs and bacon. Are they real eggs, or are they out of a box egg? No, they're definitely box eggs, because yeah. they have sharp edges. So it's a perfectly cut, like you could cut one into a perfect square. <laughs> For sure. 
Yes. Yeah. Which some people get grossed out by, but I'm just like, it's pretty close to an egg. Like, ah, come on. Come yeah, on. What do you it, expect? It, it tastes egg-ish. Yeah. As so, long as the bacon uh, and sausage is all right, you're okay. And and they can't really mess up, like, toast. So That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so we, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Look. I Beyond watched, uh, Continental Breakfasts? Oh, for sure. Listen, wow. I watched I watched I watched a lot of stuff, but I watched so two shows, I... two whole shows. Oh shit. I uh, I watched a movie. I Dang. started watching another show. Dying. And we're going to we're going to premiere a new segment tonight. <gasps> it's it's called uh this is going to be perfect for audio. Uh-oh. Okay? Perfect for audio. It's it's going to be our new SMR segment in which I unbox things live on air in wow. my SMR voice. I like that. Yeah, I know what one of these boxes is. I don't know what the other one is yet. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> At first, I thought you said you're going to do an S and N segment live oh, on no, air. We're not doing like, that. Oh no, we're not. Oh no, no, no. no. this is that an dirty legion after bad. dark. Yeah, no, that, that's that's really bad for audio. If we do yeah. S M S and M, S M R though. Hello, watch me as I cut this box very gently. <laughs> You know what the new thing is on Twitch? You know I usually bring the Twitch trends to you. The TTs. You love it. Is it SMR unboxing in a pool? Sometimes the people <laughs> do it, and I'm not just going to say the ladies, because, you know, there's boys out there doing it. What the heck? Whatever floats your boat. What the heck? <laughs> you know what the new trend is? The new TT. The Twitch do trend. Tell. Do tell. Used to be, and I, you know I brought this and you didn't know about it, inflatable hot tubs, inflatable pools. That's right. That's right. You know what they switched over to now? <laughs> Paper mache hot tubs. No, and this sounds very like, oh, yeah, I went to a gentleman's club, and they did this in Korea. Like, it sounds very like, huh, okay, that's interesting. Bikini showers. Of course. Yeah. It was only a matter of time, and it's perfect it for uh, <laughs> SMR. I think we should get uh, one of our listeners to go back to our plethora of episodes, our giant library of episodes, and find our uh, hot tub Twitch episode. Uh, and uh, and I'm pretty sure we called this bikini craze that you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm perfect. Pretty sure we you, called it because you get the sound effect of the water. You get mm. you get the quiet talk that you can barely hear over the water. It's it's very good for ASMR. Uh, see, see, we're doing this wrong. We started this trend in Nerdy Legion episode like six. I don't oh, know yeah. if you remember when I peed while we were recording. Ugh, the worst episode <laughs> ever. Listener, don't go back to six. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> the wheels were off the cart. Don't go back. Don't go back. But no, I want to hear all this unboxing. I'm very excited. Do we have a pair of scissors? Are you using a straight edge? Take I have a knife. Sure. Okay. I have a knife. Hey, fire up fashion. All right, here, let's do... How this big is really heavy. Box. Come on, really paint a mental picture. All right, listen. How big is it? Like, how much does it weigh? Like, come on. Yeah, very good. So this is a brown box mm-hmm. that for some reason has my address written in marker on the side. Oh, Plus, geez. it has a USPS label on it. <laughs> oh, boy. It's very well boxed, though. It's a brown box. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Can we? Can we hear? Can oh, hear that? that's good. Yeah, you can hear that. Oh yeah. Here. 
Oh, yeah, that's good SMR right there. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. So I, I know what this is without opening it because I can read the label. <laughs> oh, darn it. Um, this is a Kickstarter that I've been waiting for for a year. Ooh. Yes. Uh, listeners of the show might know that uh, I also have a Kickstarter I've been waiting for for uh, four years. Thanks, Aaron Bell. Ooh. All right. Here. We're going to unbox this. So this is... Here. So refreshing. Oh my, this is great boxing. There is a white box inside this giant brown box. Oh, kudos to the seller. This is this is a, a very good boxing job. I'm very impressed. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. There's like stickers and shit in here. Nice. What is this? Oh, it's a postcard. Uh, this, Nick, is the uh, Cyberforce Collected Edition. <gasps> wow. The Omnibus? Yes. Oh, man. So that's like yes. three pounds of goodness. It's like 30 pounds, yes. Ooh. What is this? Love oh, a, a Ripclaw plant. That's sweet. All right, cool. We have a Cyberforce postcard. Uh, what is this? Oh, my God. It's it's a Cyberforce trading card. Ooh, that's neat. Of who? Uh, the whole team. It's like oh, the okay. cover, cover to like. Oh, it's a cover to the to the hardcover. Oh, or neat. the omnibus. Yeah, that's What's cool. What's on the All back right. of the trading card? It says Mark Silvestri, Cyberforce, nah. to protect the future. What will they become? In a modern world where humanity is defined by the technology it creates, global biotech company CDI pursues a goal of transhumanism by converting humans into powered soldiers. A small number of these super soldiers escaped and formed a rebellion to actively fight against CDI and its objectives. Is it numbered? Uh, it is not numbered. Okay. Is the print numbered? It is not numbered. That's odd. Usually these are numbered. And there's a bookmark. Ooh. With, uh, I can't remember her, na- her name. On one side it's, uh, Ripclaw, and the other side it's the, the Psylocke lady. Ooh. Ooh, swallowing is good SMR, too. Ah, oh, nice. we have, uh, we have a coaster. Ooh. We have a Cyberforce sticker. Two Cyberforce stickers. One How Velocity. How big is the poster? Like, legal poster size, or is it, like, 11 no, 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 not, by... No, coast, coaster, coaster, oh, not a poster. coaster. Coaster. Is it paper? <clears throat> It is cardboard. What is it? Cardboard, okay. yeah. Gotcha. You know, like the ones you get at, when you go to the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me put the stuff back in the bag here. Dang, are you going to start reading that tonight? When are you going to start that? Yeah, I'm going to bring it with me to the hotel. Hell yeah. All right. Did this Kickstarter come with a digital code, or are you just going to put that in? Uh, they sent the PDF already. Okay. All right, so you have some way to read it if you didn't want to bring that 30-pound mammoth. Yep. Oh, this is nice. The Complete Cyberforce Volume 1. It's uh, it's shrink-wrapped. Oh, nice. Man, they took care of you. Man, this is nice. Good Does job. Does it come uh, with a dust jacket? Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm here. Okay. Oh, man, this is an AM, ASMR. You know, like, six of our longtime listeners... 
They already have wet pants right now. <laughs> this is uh, this is really well done. Wow, I'm impressed. Oh, nice! It's got a um, a book plate inside. <gasps> nice signed book plate. Ooh, that I like. That I yeah, like. That's sweet. Is, you don't it, see a lot is of that. there a dust jacket? And if you remove the dust jacket, what's on the actual hard? There the is a dust cover. jacket. Hey, okay, let me take okay. it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it slow. Oh, inside, if yeah. you take the dust jacket off, yeah. it is the original cover to the series. Ooh, so it's different than the dust jacket cover. Uh, it is in the same style, but different. Yes. I always hate uh, when it's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> the back, I guess it's a Kickstarter exclusive <gasps> back cover. Nice. Man, this is sweet. Exclu- exclusive. Yeah, this is uh, this is really nice. I wonder, I they, they must have recolored this, at least some of it. Uh-oh. Um, uh, maybe not. Did Neil Adams' kids <laughs> come in and recolor that? No, no, I think I'm wrong. No, this is not recolored. Okay, good. It's just better paper. Is it shiny paper? Oh my god, it smells so good. I wish SMR had like smell o vision. Oh, I'm putting my nose up to the laptop right now trying to smell it. Wow. That smells really good actually. Dang. <laughs> How thick is the omnibus? Like three inches? What would uh, you say? let's see. Yeah, about two, I would say. Okay. How many issues are in there? I mean it's the complete volume one. Well, yeah. So how many issues do you think? Um, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> 25? Uh, maybe? Okay. Was it that many? I don't know. I'm guessing. Completely Let's see. Guessing. Complete Cyber Force Volume 1. Uh, product details. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 664 pages. Oh, god damn. It's three Now pages. I have wet pants, just to let you know. Alright, so this says... Yes. Yeah. Is this the right thing? This is not the Kickstarter. Uh-oh. Maybe I sh- maybe I shouldn't look at this. Uh oh. I don't know because you can go to like bookstores or whatever, like Amazon or Thrift Books or whatever. And this says collect Cyber Force Zero, Ten Men of War one through four, which is the mini series. Yeah. Killer Instinct crossover with Wildcats five through seven. Uh, volume two one to thirteen. Origins number one. Striker number two. Cyber Force Annual. I don't know. So maybe that's this about is twenty five. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. That sounds about twenty five. Maybe I should just go to, like, Kickstarter. That seems like, uh... That would be the ticket, no? Is the book plate something that's on all the Kickstarters and Sylvester just swung in and signed them? Or did he sort of, like, did a loose drawing on the book plate as well as sign it? No, just signed it. Okay. Yeah, God, I love but... a book plate. God darn it. Right? They're so yeah. cool. Or I hate to say it. Put it in all of your omnibuses, because guess what? I might lug that around to get somebody to sign it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. It really puts a spotlight on, you know, their signature. It's gorgeous. Uh, so I'm looking through this. How do I see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, okay. It looks like they all have the, the limited edition Kickstarter uh, dust jacket. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going through this right now. It does. It does. Very cool. Did I do like a different thing? How did I get the print? The print is not in my level. Maybe they did a mistake. Maybe. 
Because I did the uh, the early bird. I don't see the the thing on there. Oh well, I got it. Ha! Oh yeah. Now I, I know you knew this. What was in there from the sticker? But when you originally got it in your hand before seeing the sticker, did you have any clue that this was on its way? Did they send an email or yeah, anything? Yeah, they sent an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. they sent an email. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. That, good communication. Yeah, they sent the... Um, oh, I should have gotten this cover. This is dope. Uh-oh. Oh, well, too late. <laughs> oh, this one's cool, too. All right. Well, oh, well. Uh, I like the old school, so that's fine. Uh, yeah, they sent the like a, the survey like a month ago, two months ago, mm-hmm. and then I got on the second. I got the email that it was shipping. Oh, that's good communication, Mark Silvestri. Yep. yep, it's very good. They uh, they do pretty good, man. The um, what's the other one that I got from them? Darkness one, I think. Of course, you are you're Mister Darkness. Why would uh, you? Listen, I'm very upset because I. Listen, last year they were supposed to relaunch uh, Witchblade. Yeah. And then, like, either end of year or this year, they were supposed to relaunch The Darkness. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to either one of those. They just sort of fell through the cracks? I mean, I guess. That stinks. What what does Top Cat put out now? They do, like, like S&M books. Right? (laughs) Yeah. You're not wrong. What are they they called? Um, Man, I wish I remembered. Where's it at? It's on here somewhere. I mean, they do put out other stuff that people like, um, but uh, you know, I want the old school stuff. I want uh, I want some Witchblade. I want some Cyber Force. I want some uh, Aphrodite Nine. I want some uh, what's that one that they did? Oh, I don't know if you ever read. Uh, was it Ninth Generation or Tenth, Eleventh Generation, something like that? No. Um, it's like this like futuristic, like post apocalyptic thing with uh, with Aphrodite. Like fighting Cyberdyne, because like she's the daughter of the head of Cyberdyne or something. I don't know, whatever. Uh, this is like probably way too much for people who have never read a lot of Top Cow. Um, this one, like, good mythology in that, man. They need to like bring all that shit back. Huh. Mm hmm. You're piquing my interest. That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, IX Generation. There you go. That's what it's called. Ninth Generation. It's good. You should read it. It was a mini. It was a mini. And then they have this weird thing where, um, there's like, um, almost like, uh, like gods, like sectioned off part of the world, but mm-hmm. like the gods are like, you know, these like CDI, Cyberdyne, like mutant people. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. But, uh, okay, cool. So that was our first unboxing. We'll do the other one later. Can I keep it on the comic tip real quick? Listen, you can just, as long as you keep it on the tip. Gross. Um, <laughs> did you pick up, because this just got released maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, and it sort of piqued my interest a little bit. Did you pick up the digest size Uncanny X-Men trading card complete series? What? Yeah, it came out August 9th. It's like five by five by seven is what it says. So it's like images of your trading card, beautiful image. And then it sort of breaks down the trading card a little bit with some editorial stuff and some like informational stuff. Ed is this Pis- a book? Yeah. Ed Piscor was talking about it. He's, he's like an editor for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like 272 pages. I just pulled it up because I wanted to remind myself to tell you about it. Wait, what? So it's a, is it a hardcover? Yeah. So are you it's a looking hard... at, are you looking at it right now? No, I Did need you... to go get it. Hang on. Go to or, Amazon. Like Amazon? Actually, yeah, and click on the pictures because the pictures show you page layouts and they look pretty cool for like something that's digest size. That looks pretty cool. And it's Jim Lee, dude. Come on now. The Uncanny X-Men Traded Card is a complete series hardcover. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, click on... There's like 14 images. There's like two or three that show you like the page layout. It's gorgeous. It looks really, really good. What in the world? I know. Kawabunga. I thought you would have had that in your Kawabunga thing. Did How did I not see not this? about this? Listen, you know what the... Listen, now I'm upset. talk about this? Now I'm upset, because every week I spend 18 hours a week listening to Geek Brunch Podcast, and they did not talk about this. Come on, Bill. How am I supposed to know what to get if Geek Brunch doesn't tell me? Right. Comics for Fun and Profit didn't talk about this. You know what Geek Brunch is? Tastemakers. And they Mm. didn't taste this one up, did they? Hmm. You know, it's funny. I, listen, I love listening to the Geek Brunch so like, previews episode. Yep. Um, especially now that I'm like going through the previews myself yeah. and like, pre-ordering all this stuff. Cause, uh, and like, also, I, you know what's sweet? You're doing hmm. business trips, buddy. That's so true. You have a little <laughs> extra time to listen to it, so it's like you have friends on the way. It's a perfect trip. Yeah. I uh, I got I got last week's episode queued up for tomorrow because that Hell it's yeah. a six hour drive. Oh. So yeah. that'll, that'll be half an episode of Geek Brunch. You know what I mean? You might want to get the, this trading card complete series. You might want to get this sent to your hotel. Oh, that's not a bad idea. But doesn't the page layout look good? You saw those pictures. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, they're gorgeous. That's so weird. This is like a super niche thing. Check out like row three of the pictures when you open them up. Yeah. Like, look at that. I love that they show the back of the card, and then there's a little, like, editorial blurb there. The only thing I wish, I wish the trading card was the complete page. Yeah, instead of that colored background? Yeah. Yeah. But I do love that it's big enough that you can read the back. You know me. I love these little tidbits. God what is this? $22. Lee, dude. All right. I'm ordering it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. God, this car. is the problem. Like, you go into previews or Kawabunga and you're looking at spreadsheets. This this could get lost. Well, so the thing is, usually when I'm doing my order on the spreadsheet, I skip a lot of, like, the collected editions. Well, you know what this is? Because I just scrolled down. I didn't even know this. Yeah. This is the publisher. Not even Marvel. So I can see oh. you scrolling through the collected editions of Marvel and DC, but this is Harry N. Abrams. So unless you heard Ed Piskworth talking about it or somebody else, how would you know it's coming? Doesn't Ed Pisker have a podcast? Yeah. What's the name of that podcast? Let's look oh. it up. Oh, I haven't listened to it in ages. Uh... He also does the, the same thing with on YouTube. As well, they both. Oh, cartoonist Cafe. That's right. There you go. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, oh my God, are you kidding? Maybe I should this? listen to this. It's good. the The YouTube show is really good. Yeah, 
Yeah, my, I know Mike talks about it sometimes. Yeah, there, there's some really solid stuff in there. Interesting. Okay. I didn't even know about this, and this came out 2020. What do we do? I'm going to blame this one on Rob Krieger. I'm the Seeger. <laughs> but I saw it on the same page, like you scroll down, like viewers also looked at. X-Men, the art and making of the animated series. What? Oh, yeah, let's see. What? Wait, I don't see that. Well, I'm telling it to Products related to this item. Halo, E.T., Sun Tzu, The Art of War, The Essential Catlin Hobbs. Sounds like somebody is doing a search engine dirty. <laughs> Mister. <laughs> I'm blaming that on your searches. You know me. I block all the shit. Here, I'll send the, the linky to you. Uh, the art. There you go. The link in chat, buddy. Okay, got it. Beautiful. The but art and making of the animated series. You know I love how things get made. <laughs> what? The that animated series? Oh my god. Oh, uh, this is this is awesome. Yeah. And this is like coffee table format. And take a look at, like, if, when you take a look at the images, the second image is, like, Wolverine, like, different profiles of his head and sketches and... Oh, dude. Oh, that's cool. This is my like type of too. coffee table. All right, add to cart. Dang. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that came out two years ago, too. Yeah, I never heard of that either. That looks good. Add to cart, baby. More items to explore. Commercial ice maker. Aluminum what? cylinder. TV ceiling mount. What? Wi-Fi Bluetooth projector. Hibachi chef hat. All right. <laughs> oh my think, God. I've got Amazon really confused. <laughs> uh, my, pre, my, what is it? Customers who also viewed came up with Batman the Animated Series, the Phantom City Creative Collection. Oh, I do have that. Yes. That looked good. But I have yep. seen a lot of Batman the Animated Series, like the art of that whole thing. I want to see that. X-Men the Animated Series? Never seen that. Yeah, this is cool too, actually. Yeah, it is. Huh. Uh-huh. I wouldn't mind owning like um, like a cell from the Batman Animated Series. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. How much do you think those cost? Couldn't even imagine. So let's go. Oh, here we go. Batman animated series animation cell. So it looks like uh, several hundred dollars. I'm surprised you could get it for just several. Oh, I want this. All right, this one's eight fifty. Oh, that's that nice sounds too, about right. This one is uh, Batman and the Penguin. Okay, that's why it's eight fifty. Because the one that's got Harley and Poison Ivy is only three fifteen. Oh, there you go. Oh, Certificate of Authenticity. Yeah. Uh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, getting some more stuff like this. Yeah, I like to. See, I, I like seeing how the product is made. So this is yeah, right yeah. there for me. I just Very didn't want to cool. leave our comic book talk without bringing that up because that my eye was drawn to what is a trading a book on trading cards what mm, yeah <clears throat> yeah i feel like i don't know maybe since i'm only going for less days this time i'll take more comics with me 
because um, I still have my box from last week that I didn't even open. Like, it's just sitting there. How is all that going? How is your uh, Kawabunga intake of books, reading of books? How many piles are you collecting? Are you are you staying on top of that ball? Or nope. You, you know what I you're feel drowning? like? No, I'm not drowning. Okay, I mean, good. I have a microwave and a stove and several nightstands and you know a bathroom. <laughs> so uh, you know we're fine. If you listen. If my office wasn't so messy right now, I'd take a picture. There's mm-hmm. just there's piles of comics everywhere. God, that sounds like a fantasy. <laughs> Does Heather want to move up to New Lenox, uh, and I'll move over by you because that sounds that sounds heavenly. I love it. I love it. I I would never make fun of anyone's pile of comics because I'm just jealous. You could just. Hey, direct tweet me and just say you're just jealous. I, <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have anything to say. It's like yes, you're right. I am. Awesome. Awesome. There's a there's a bookshelf in here, a small one. You know, it's got like four shelves on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top shelf has so many books on it that it's warped. Oh God, that's beautiful. Yeah, just take a picture of that. I don't even want to see the books. Just take a picture, <laughs> like a extreme close up of the actual shelf, just to show me like it's warped. Is my three fourths of hey. an inch? Take a look. If, if my phone was in here, I would. Oh, I'll, I I'll do it after would. we're done recording. Love it. Oh, yeah. I'm jealous. I'm so it's... jealous. I love it. <laughs> I didn't so realize good. That until now. <laughs> oh. And believe me, when I said you're swamped and you're swimming in it. Dude, that's all affection right there. Are you kidding me? Like, I would love to be like, yes, I'm, I have three issues of Ghost Rider I have to, uh, read. Oh, boo <laughs> Like, oh, that's the best problem. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Happy problem. The only thing that stinks, if I was living your life, how many hours am I wasting driving out of state? I could be, you know how many comics I could read? Like, Listen, that's the so- only thing. My wife asked me this when I got back. I got back Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking, whatever. And uh, I was like, yeah. So, you know, I stopped by the office and I got my money back for the trip. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they gave you cash? And I'm like, yeah, they gave me cash. Like, I filled out an expense report and they gave me cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stopped by the bank, which I hadn't done in freaking years to deposit the cash. Um, and she's like, why don't you just fly? Which I could. Yeah, right? I could fly there instead of yeah. wasting six hours each way driving. For sure. Um, but why would I drive, Nick? I I wouldn't uh, if, I had, see. if I had that choice. Never. So I like driving. I, I would tr- – no, no, no. I wouldn't fly. Oh. If I, if I had a choice, I would take a train so I could oh, read. Oh, yeah. Train is a fun. direct train. But mm-hmm. all the horror stories about flying and like – the, the flights being delayed or canceled, F that. I ain't doing it. No way. If I can drive it, I'm driving it. No, I hear you. So the reason is because you get 0.625 cents a mile. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah, but how much is – are they also paying for your gas? No, but I get 45 miles a gallon. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you have that sweet car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if I still had my truck, then yeah, I would probably just fly. Right, right. Um, but and besides, you get you to know, listen to podcasts. Who cares? Oh yeah, for sure. It's nice, yeah. and it's mostly like you know driving through the mountains. Um, yeah. 
So, uh, so yeah, so that's why I drove. I was like, why wouldn't I drive? It's like an extra 500 bucks for doing nothing. You know what I mean? Right. I'm with you. I got to pay for my comics. (laughs) (laughs) How many buses don't pay for themselves? Come on, baby. Hello. Uh, that's why I volunteered to go back this week. Nice. Uh, Cause, uh, there was a project that needed to be done, uh, by, by Monday, this Monday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's the reason I went up there and we didn't, we didn't get done. Okay. Oh. Um, but, uh, Wednesday we were having lunch with uh, one of the VPs and he's like, yeah, so we can, we can launch this Monday. Right. And I'm like, no, there's no way. He's like, why not? So I told him why he's like, okay, uh, can you come back next week? And I was like, Hmm. Yeah. I'll take another 500 bucks of free money. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so, so that's why I'm going back this week. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. So it'll be good. It'll be good. And then of course my wife, my wife, uh, I told her she, uh, you know, have you ever watched Shit's Creek? No. It's not a bad word, by the way. It's, it's that actual name of the show. Right. Uh, anyway, it's real funny, but, uh, they're like super bougie, like New York people and they have to yeah. like leave for some reason. I can't, I don't know. They go to this like backwater town because they basically own the town. They didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, they're, it's freaking hilarious. Um, but I always tell her that, like, uh, what, what's her name? The mom from Home Alone. Maureen O'Hare. Yeah, O'Hara? She's, she's, she's like the mom in the show, right? Yeah. Um, and she's like extra bougie. And I'm like, that's like your role model. Because my wife, she texts me and she's like, we need new bath towels, right? And I'm like, yeah, okay, like, we can get new bath towels. Because she bought bath towels, like, before we got married. So these bath towels are, like, 12 years old. Jeez. Okay. Um, and I was like, yeah, probably a good idea. Because I was in the shower last week, and I'm drying my back, and I hear a rip. So it's time for new towels. Yeah. Right? Time so to head to Costco for some new towels. Come on. Well, that's what I would have done. However, this is this is Mrs. Ferretti here. Right. So she's like, I'm going to get new bath towels. I said, okay. She's like, oh, we should get bath sheets. And I thought it was a joke. I don't know what a what? bath sheet is. What the hell bath, bath, bath sheet? sheet? All right. Thank you. Where's my bell? I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Okay. So she goes, we, we should get bath sheets. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Okay. Because I don't know what it is. I think it's a joke. So uh, I, I don't hear anything about the, the bath towels or slash sheets all week. Then I'm driving back on Thursday. And she's like, I'm going to order the, the sheets. And I said, what sheets? She said, the bath sheets. I said, oh, okay. And she sends me a picture. She's like, Macy's has them on sale. And I'm like, okay. She sends me a picture, and they're like, Ralph Lauren towels, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving. And then, uh, you know, like an hour later, I stop. And uh, I'm, I'm a good boy. I pay my bills on time. So I check my Amex bag statement, right? And I look on there. It was like $396 from Macy's. And I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck is going she, on here? Did she buy the the Ralph Lauren uh, polo horse? What the hell did she buy? She bought bath sheets. <gasps> and towels. No, just bath sheets. Just bath sheets? What is a bath sheet? <laughs> I need to know. And also, so, I I have a very similar story. Once this is done, I have to tell you mine. Okay. All right. So she, so, oh, wait. And she had texted me. She said, how many should I get? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, there's two of us that shower downstairs and two that shower upstairs. So get like four towels, right? Like, four for okay, upstairs. I'll buy twenty four. No, I said four. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, right? 
Sure, like, yeah. You you want a backup, so like four for upstairs, four for downstairs. That's eight towels. Yeah. Right? Totally. Uh, well, so my wife decides not to listen, because she never does. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ordered eight of each. Ooh, so now you have 16 she, towels, huh? And she also ordered hand towels. Don't tell me she ordered eight hand towels of each. Yes. Isn't there so just she, like two hand towels at a time? Listen, there's like 30 towels coming to my house. Wow. Okay. Is and she that, just making a bed of towels? Is that what she's doing? <laughs> so so her, her excuse for spending $396 on towels is that it's a lot of towels. <laughs> Did she even buy towels? She bought bath sheets. Oh, bath, yes, bath sheets. So she bought hand towels and she bought right. bath sheets. I thought it was a joke wow. again. So I made a joke about whether she bought a bath comforter and she didn't get it. She's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh to, to sleep in the bathtub with the bench, with the bath sheets. And she said, no, bath oh sheets are like extra long bath towels. Oh my God. So they're like in between a regular towel that you use in the shower okay. and, and a beach towel that we use in the beach. Oh, so it's like beach. really big. Yeah, it's bigger than a normal towel, but not as big as a I beach think your towel. wife just wants to be swaddled. <laughs> oh. So so here's the thing, right? Like yeah. I can't get I can't get mad at my wife no. for spending four hundred dollars on towels. Well, you know that's what your I mean? gas miles, so enjoy that. Well, you know, you gotta remember <laughs> I mean I, I'm I'm a grown ass man and now right. I'm, I'm I'm buying like 150 new comics a month, right? Plus, like, whatever back issues I decide to get, or, like, if I oh, get trades don't, or you something. you don't have anything to stand on. Are you kidding me? Right? So I can't say she anything. Bought, what she am I going to say? like, twice in 13 years? <laughs> Come on. Buddy. Let's, let's average that out per year, and then you'll be like, alright, $400 divided by 13. Let me figure this out. Oh man, so uh, so yes, I couldn't say anything, but it was funny no. because I oh, had yeah. just stopped at a gas station and guessed the name of the gas station. Loren. It was Sheets. <laughs> Sheets with a Z. Sure, of course. And then right above it, it was the nineties when it when it was created. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So I was like, and Did I you go with spent... Sheets gas station. Oh my god, I have to go yeah, down this. Sheets Did, gas station, yeah. Oh hell yeah! Did they have like roller food? Yes. Did they have pizza? Probably. I just got monster. Hell yeah! Oh man, you gotta have some of that filling station food. <laughs> Come on, they might even even had slices of pie. You don't know. They you don't might know what have. They might have. I stopped at some other gas station another day, and they had like little strombolis. Hell yeah. They were banging, dude. I was surprised. Dang, dang. you got to remember that place so you can stop there tomorrow. I wish I did. Dang. Okay, but get yeah. look. All right, dig this. Julie the Crew. I wake up, might have been Tuesday. I'm in the bathroom doing my morning routine. We only have one bath. We only have one bathroom in our little condo. Yeah. So I'm brushing my teeth, comb my hair, whatever. And I look on like beside the mirror. On one of the shelves, there's this little, like, inch-by-inch pink box, like a little cardboard box. 
and it's a very fancy, like French sounding makeup, <laughs> skin care, like like beyond a Lancome, like something that I've never heard before. But it's like yeah. a Lancome, like you can tell it's a fancy word. <laughs> so I look below it, this little pink box, and it's called, oh, what the hell was it? Lip, oh, lip mask. <laughs> And I sat there, and with my caveman brain, I reread it at least twice. What's a lip mask? What does that even mean? What does that do? What are we talking about? Is it like when you were in grade school and you'd put Elmer's glue on your finger and then peel it off when it's dry? Is that going on your lip? Is that supposed to like oxygenated is it supposed to moisten it is it supposed to plump it up i couldn't figure it out for the life of me so i go downstairs and i'm like hey you want to go out for a walk yeah 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 let's go so while we're walking i'm like so you gotta tell me what's a lip mask and i swear to you julie the cruise director doesn't even stop in her stride and she's like what, you don't know what a lip mask is? And I was like, no, I have no clue. What is a lip mask? That's what I'm asking. I have no, am I supposed to know what that is? And she was like, oh, yeah, you put it on at night and it's supposed to, I guess, oxygenate your life. I have no, I still to this day. <laughs> and of course, in my head, I'm like, isn't that what chapstick does? What are we doing here? Because I can guarantee you this little pink fancy box with the fancy French name, I can guarantee you that ain't a price of chaps. You know? No, I bet it's not. But I was like, man, she, and in my head I was just like, she's so fancy. Like, this, this so girl, fancy. This girl's like a sex in the city. Like She's all city. She ain't, <laughs> she ain't going camping. She ain't fishing. Are you kidding me? Uh-huh. She loves the stories that I tell when you go camping. She loves it. <laughs> but she ain't even going to glamp. Are you kidding me? Like, my wife my wife hates my camping stories. She's like, ew, like outside? That's fucking gross. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My wife, there, there was one time where she, I was telling one of your stories, and she's like, isn't he afraid of mountain lions? I was like, mountain lions? <laughs> You watch too much. What are you watching? The Revenant again? Get out of here with that. <laughs> bears. Uh, yeah, I for sure made fun of my wife this morning because uh, she got up and we were watching. I don't know. We were watching something, and she made breakfast, and uh, she made truffled eggs, avocado toast, and she had like a grapefruit Lacroix, and wow. I'm like, that's fucking bougie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. But you, you, hey, you enjoy a little bit of a bouge too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, your little pinky's up. That's all right. That's okay. I, I mean, do I? But you don't know what a lip mask is. Am I or crazy that I didn't sheet. know what that is? Am I crazy <laughs> that I didn't know that? I swear to God, she didn't even stop her stride. She was. I was just like, wait, hold on. Like, am I supposed to be watching like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills <laughs> to know all that? Like. Did I miss an episode of Kim Kardashian? What? I, I, I sure. I guess I should have known that. I, I am glad you told me this lip mask story because now it answered the question that I've had in my head since uh, one o'clock today Uh-oh. of what the hell's a lip mask? 
uh, talk about coincidence. So, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not How my wife this time, though. So, um, Zoe's at her mom's, right? And so I texted mm-hmm. her yesterday. And I was like, I'll be here on Saturday if you want to go to lunch. She said, okay. Um, so I go to pick her up from her friend's house. And she's wearing makeup, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, she never wears makeup. But I guess they're going to the skating rink tonight. And there's going to be some boys there. So you know how nice. that goes. Yeah, of course. So she's got like, you know, eyeliner and lipstick and whatever. Nice. I don't know anything about makeup. She's got make. She's got paint on her face. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's, I was like, oh, you look nice with all your makeup. And she's like, yeah, I did this, that, and the other. It's like, and you like my lips? She said, I did something, something. And I did this and that. And I put on a lip mask. And I'm like, oh, okay, that is awesome. Because I didn't want to be like, what the hell's a lip mask to my 12-year-old? You know what I mean? You know, I think you just solved the mystery. Oh? I think a lip mask, now hear me out. I think a lip mask, you would put it on your lips before applying lipstick because you don't want to stain your lips with the lipstick, the dark color. I think we should not speculate because I think, we are I think too we scooby do that we have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I think we scooby do that because why stain your lips? It makes sense. That, that's actually pretty smart. I yeah. think we solved it. We did solve it. I can't believe we both. I can't believe our lip mask stories both intertwine. It's crazy. Wow. It's a uh, quinky dink, if you will. Well, I hope I hope your daughter enjoys the skate. How can you not enjoy the skating? Come on, uh, that's sure. gonna be a fun time no matter what. Well, and she was excited because uh, her mom got her like new skates nice. for her birthday, and nice. they look like combat boots. Oh hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! That's weird though. This is like the second synchronicities. I started watching. We won't talk about this yet, but I started watching Sandman today. Oh, yes. You can talk about this now. Yeah, uh, we can? All right. So I started watching Sandman, and it was weird because I was listening to a podcast. What what podcast is it? Mysterious Universe. Um, and they were talking about this, uh, like, like a, a medium, I guess. Uh, her name was Ethel and, like, her son, John. And it was weird because in Sandman, you have uh, Ethel D, um, and her son is John D. Hmm. And I was like, that's so weird. Like, you know, maybe Neil Gaiman, like, wrote it based on those people, though. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I think she was from, like, the, whatever, 40s or 50s or something. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, Sam, I mean, I can talk about Sandman. Not much, because I've only watched, uh, I watched the first two episodes, and I started the third. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't finished watching the third. Uh, it's really good. It's really good. I saw, I saw a tweet from uh, Neil talking about how happy he was with how the show came out. Yeah. Um, and people were like, well, what about, you know, American Gods, this, that, and the other? He's like, yeah, not the same. He's like, I wrote this show. I didn't write those shows. Um, I like, because I've read a few of his tweets since it's, since its premiere, I like that he's yelling at people who want to say, it's not like the comic book. It's not this. It's not that. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no, we're not going to do this. <laughs> like anyone can come in and watch this. Anyone can come in and read the comic books. You don't need to do both. You don't need to. And he's like, I don't want you to gatekeep, gatekeep my stuff. Mm. Like, let people in. Let people enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so smart. cool. Yeah, really smart. good. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Like you know, he's got uh, he's got top building in it. Oh, nice. Um, 
Yeah, like at the end, you see the uh, the writing credits, and it's Neil Gaiman, David Goyer, and I can't remember who the third one is. Wow, nice. Um, so yeah, good good pedigree. You know what I mean? Like David Goyer has done yeah. a lot of shit too. Oh so, heck yeah. Um, so I understand what people are saying about it not being like the comic because uh, it's not, but like I would say it's pretty faithful, dude. That's like, great. Uh, I mean, there's changes to the story, right? Yeah. Um, like, uh, Johanna Constantine shows up in episode three. Yeah, I heard uh, no John Constantine, which makes sense. Yeah, it's, there's no John, it's Joanna. Yeah. Uh, which in the comics, Joanna's like 300 years ago. Um, in the show, I guess it's the other way around, probably. Because Dream's like, oh yeah, I used to know, like, he might even say John Constantine, but maybe it's just Constantine. Uh, or Constantine is what he calls it, because they're British. Yeah. Um, from whatever, like 200 years ago. And, you know, Joanna's in modern times, which it, she's played by, uh, the girl from Doctor Who, whatever her name is. Um, the current doctor? No, no, no. A couple ago. Oh, okay. uh, Not Karen Gillan. No, the one before her. Or no, the one after her. Oh, boy. What's her name? Oh, I almost said Missy, but Missy's like the female doctor. Um, Doctor Who Sandman. Let's just do that. I bet that'll come up. Oh, I'm sure. Um, oh, no, that comes up with an episode of Doctor Who called the Sandman. Okay. No, boy. Uh, that's not what I want. Uh, what's her name? Uh, maybe I should do Doctor Who. What are they called? Actor? No, the people that are with them. Oh, companions? Yeah, companions. There you go. Let's do that. I know, If Rodney's listening, he's like, Ah, oh, goddammit, you should know this already. Yep. How dare you? <laughs> Timey-wimey. Bunch of heathens. Uh, nope, not that one, 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 not that one. Oh, Martha, I liked her. Uh, not Amelia. There it is, Clara. Clara, Clara Oswald. Uh, Jenna Coleman's the actress. Oh yeah, she's. That good. was uh, Matt Smith's companion. Yeah. Uh, so she plays Joanna Constantine. Um, I only saw like ten minutes of that episode, but like really good. Like she's got that John Constantine vibe. You know what I mean? So like that's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, but in female form. Um, but overall, like I really enjoy the show. Like if you watch it visually, it's like fairly similar to the comics, which I was surprised. Um, love it. Love to like hear the guy it. That play, the guy that plays Dream, like, looks straight out of the comic. Um, yeah, I agree. So, uh, so yeah, really good. Well done visually. The story's great. Good pacing. Um, the dialogue's really good. And, like, of course, like, everyone's British on the show. So, like, everything sounds super poetic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, it's supposed to. Like, if you were at Sandman. Um, yeah, it's very prosy. Yeah, very prosy. So, uh... Yeah, it's I really knew well I done. was going to have to resubscribe to Netflix uh, because of Grendel, so I'm sort of holding off for Grendel. I'm holding smart. up on Sandman so I can get to the end of Grendel and then just binge him because I don't want to resubscribe to Netflix. Is there a release date for that yet or no? I haven't seen one. I was hoping that <laughs> the San Diego Comic-Con would have had a release date, but I didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, I gotta read that. Actually, I'm gonna take that with me, too. Um, but Matt Wagner certainly is tweeting about it more, so I'm... Uh, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I would think uh, they'll probably give Sam in a month and then put Grendel out, right? That's what I'm hoping. 
Yeah. Because it's really hard not to resubscribe to Netflix, to be honest with you. (laughs) I saw the second trailer for Sandman that showed a lot more of the characters and the action-y magic stuff. And I was like, oh, that looks really, really pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Um, And then I heard it's a little bit more optimistic instead of being uh, dire, which that sounds good to me, too. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, that's all right. They didn't um, say it was out dire. They just said it was a little bit, a little bit lighter. Where some of it was a little darker in the comic book, but I guess yeah, it depends okay. how you read it too. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, yeah, I should, I should probably reread that. Um, I don't know if you remember, but a couple of years ago, I bought that like. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah, the complete run. Sandman. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't even read it since I bought it. <laughs> oh, dude, it's such a good reread. It really yeah. is, except for so, the first arc. The first arc's a little—it's it, too comic booky. It's too traditional comic booky. Mm, yeah. Once he broke away from that, you can definitely tell like it was either Karen Berger or him that was like, "Take this somewhere, go, go, go." Like, yeah. Once the shackles were off, whoo, baby. But yeah, it's a good reread. It's really timeless. If some might say it's endless. Ooh, yeah. Ah. See, yeah. see, if you uh, if you read it, you get you get it. You're three episodes in, two and like a quarter, two and a quarter. Okay, so the first two, it didn't wrap up. They didn't wrap up the first trade, right? Like no. they're not rushing through this shit. They're taking no, their no. time. Okay, no. good, good, good. good. Um, okay, because I don't uh, even care if they don't follow it. To be honest with you. If Gaiman's writing it, he wants to combine up shit, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the... Actually, the entire first episode, except maybe, the, like, the last few minutes... I don't know. I can't... I don't remember, like, what the breakup is. But I'm pretty sure it's the whole first episode. It takes place, like, in the 20s. Ooh, um, nice. When, uh... I can't remember his name, but he does that spell because he wants to, like, capture death to bring his son back. Yeah, it was the first arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, he breaks the circle. Yep, and then he ends up bringing uh, Morpheus in. Yeah. So Morpheus is captured. So you see, like, that hundred years. I mean, like, you know, they don't show every year. Right. Uh, but, like, the way they cut from, like, the first time he gets captured mm-hmm. to, like, ten years later to, like, I mean, I guess, like, 70 or 80 years later mm-hmm. um, is pretty well done. Yeah, I showed Julie, the cruise director, the second trailer, and she immediately was like, nope, that ain't for me. And in my head, I was like, no, like, I think it is for you. Yeah, because they are showing a lot of, like, crazy magic and, like, weird, like, action-y type stuff. Mm. So, like, I get it, but, like, in my head, I'm like, I hope it isn't that bombastic. Like, Sandman's no, really not. good because of the breathable moments, the character moments. Yeah, yeah, no, there's, there's, it's mostly character moments. That's awesome. Okay. That's why I don't like a lot of trailers, because, you know, they want to draw you into the show, right? And the actor's right. going to draw you into the show. Yep. For um, sure. But yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's great, man. I think it's, oh, uh, it's a wait. good, it's a really good TV adaptation of a comic. Damn it. Um, I can't wait. See, you're making me want to get that. Damn it. No, I'm gonna hold off. I'm gonna hold off. No, just gotta, hold off the gotta, I mean, dude. Hold off the Grendel. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, yeah, but I don't you know, know, you know Twitter. It's blowing up. 
right now. Yeah, listen, just just get off Twitter. I know, or you block know I mean? some words. I yeah, finally or, had to or block. I some finally words. had to block uh, the boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because so many people were spoiling it or showing gifts of like stuff that's like I didn't know that happened. Oh, thanks. Now I know that happened. Great. Mm. See, yeah. what you need to do is not use Twitter on your phone. Ooh. Okay. Let me let me tell you the secrets of how to do this. Okay. All right. This is how you get Amazon to recommend you random shit that you don't want because <laughs> it's confused. Okay. Um, you don't put Twitter on your phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you want to check Twitter, like do it through the, the browser. Okay. Mm-hmm. But don't get the app. Only check Twitter on your computer. And don't use Twitter. Use TweetDeck. I do like TweetDeck, yeah. Uh, if you have to use Twitter, I mean, TweetDeck makes it easier because you have the columns. But if you have to use Twitter, then you make lists. And you never check your timeline. You only check your lists. Mm-hmm. Because the lists, you're curating yourself. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you right. have, so like I have, a, like, a friends list. I have, like, a Bitcoin list, a comic <sighs> list. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, if I'm in the mood for something very specific, I go specifically to that list. Smart. Uh, and it takes a little bit longer to, like, curate and get it right, but, like, you get much better content. Um, yeah, like and then you that. don't get spoiled. So, there's that. I like that. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter always recommends me, like, weird stuff, too. Um, like, I'll go to somebody's tweet, and you, like, you scroll down, it's like, oh, like, you may also like, like, um... Star Wars or whatever, and I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> when was the last time I, I tweeted about Star Wars? Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here, Twitter. Um, that's the problem with doing things the way that I do them, is because <laughs> the recommendations are always shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. Um, Twitter. Yeah, Sandman. Very good. I'll give Sandman four out of five. It might yeah, be better. Who knows? Awesome. Oh, uh, the Corinthian? Yeah. Great character choice. Like, the actor is awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, very cool. So, highly recommended. So, once Grendel comes out, you need to get it. Or oh, you I will. Just, just make, like, a burner email address and sign up, watch Sandman, and then cancel it, because you get your free trial. Right. And then when Grendel comes out, use, like, a different burner address. Yeah, buddy. That's a, that's a lot of hassle to get to get Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh, speaking of hassle... Uh, I'm about to tell you, I canceled something today. Oh, what you cancel? HBO Max. No! Yep. But first, we're going to open this box. Let's see what's in this box. Do you have uh, it through August? No, I have it through May of next year. Wait, you canceled HBO Max, but you still have it for nine months? Yeah, because I paid for a year. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's insanity. Uh, <laughs> that's right. great. So this is a this is a my comic shop box. Because I just watched something on HBO Max today that you'll be very happy to hear. Did you? Woohoo! Man, let me tell you, my comic shop—they are up yeah. in their game in this boxing, bro. Really? Yeah. There's like these little like corner styrofoam things. Ooh, like little padded things. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's nice. Um, I don't even know what this is. It's it's comics. I know that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's, let's find out. Uh, oh, I'm not going to look at the packing list. Let's just see what comes. Oh! 
I know what this is. Ah, oh, this is a good choice. So these are some of the comics that I missed when oh, I in switched. Between your cowabunga? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. that. Um, it looks like there's some. Did I miss this, or did I just order an extra one? Uh-oh. Uh, this is like the return of Haunt to Spawn. Spawn three twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Oh, it's like the. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. So it's missing issues of Spawn, all the series that I missed for those couple months. Uh-huh. Got all the X Men issues that I missed. Uh, let's see. Looks like a couple Batman issues. Uh, all the strange issues that I missed. So like one and two, it looks like. And then, what is this? Oh, this is the whole uh, hardware miniseries. Ooh, nice. Yeah, because I had gotten all those in digital, so I wanted to repurchase them in physical. Did so you see that documentaries on HBO Max? No, it's on my list. Though. I gotta watch it. Have you seen it yeah. yet? Uh, it's on my list, too. Yeah? Yes. God, there's too many comics. This is going to fall off my desk. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to bow your desk. Hey, I'm going to put it back in this box. That's great. Time Uh, for you to jump on uh, my comic shop and order a complete run of zombie. I have a complete run of zombie. Oh, you do? Yeah, the old one? Yeah. Yeah, I I have a complete set of Milestone, the original Milestone. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, and I almost, almost bought the, um, that compendium. Ooh. Um, but for some reason I didn't buy it. I think I was like, ah, I already have the floppies, fuck it. Um, but you can get like, whatever it is, the Milestone Universe compendium. Mm-hmm. It's like 30,000 pages. Um, uh, but I don't think it's hardcover. Let's go back on Amazon here. Milestone Compendium. Uh, 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 yeah, I think this is, yeah, it's not a hardcover. 1,320 pages, Nick. But that's a good price. Yeah, 40 bucks is a great price. Yeah, for 1,300? Jesus Christ. Ooh, and it has all of Zombie, too? That's a really good, because I've been dying to read Zombie. Oh, and they're releasing Volume 2. Oh. Yeah, Volume 2 wasn't as good, though. That's when they had the, the DC people coming in. Because they weren't doing that well. Um, oh. I don't, maybe I'll get it. All right, add to cart. There you go. There you go. Whatever. I got nothing better to do with my life. It's better than buying bath sheets, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but you can swaddle now. <laughs> I I think I'm adding this to my cart, too. Um, there's a zombie coming find, back. I can't find zombie digitally. Like, I'd love to read oh, Blood really? Syndicate and Zombie again, and I can't find them digital. So, I might have to throw this in the old room. They don't have them digital. Not the last time I looked. No kidding. That's so weird. You know what's weird, too? So uh, th- and you, I, I didn't realize this until I saw the trailer to that uh, HBO Max documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like they're still under DC, mm-hmm. but they're like funded by Ally Bank. Weird. Right? Very weird. It's so weird. Um, like you can go to AllyBank.com and they have like a milestone page. Hmm. Yeah. It's Ally.com slash milestone. Weird. But um, interesting, I guess. 
I, I guess. Yeah. Join the team for justice. Get merch. I mean, I don't want that merch. Yeah, see uh, Compendium 2? Yep. I think I would only be interested, other than, don't don't hit me up. I don't, I don't need any Twitter BS. Other than the John Paul Leon stuff. Mm, I do I'm like talking, John Paul Leon. I'm talking without him. The, really, the only thing in here that, that I'm drawn to is finishing Blood Syndicate. Why they Blood had to break that awesome. up? Like it, it's only ten issues. Like put it on Compendium One. <laughs> Come on. Yep, yep. Blood Syndicate was great. Yeah, but other uh, the than new that, was, the new was good too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. New Blood Syndicate. Gonna have to dive in. What's uh? Did I order Zombie? I know Zombie's coming back. Let's see. Zombie Milestone. What year is this? 2022. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's announced. Well, it's a creative team. Um, I don't know. This this is a very curious worthy article. If any, curious if there's ties ties to the original at all. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. So, uh, zombie. Oh, I haven't read this yet. Hmm. I should read this. They have a new book called Duo, which okay. is like I think it's like a character that's like a woman. But as a superhero, she's a man. Interesting. I don't know. I can't remember what the actual premise is. Um, it's uh, Greg Pak is writing it. Ooh, I like that. And uh, Zombie shows up in that book. I like that, too. Yep. Uh, Zombie was great. I know. God. Uh, not, That's why I want to watch Bell's the documentary favorite. just to see if they even talk about Zombie. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's not in yeah. the top three, but still, come on. Zombie, so good. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, super 90s because it was with an X. <laughs> it is, yes. There's right? a Z in that word. Yep. Yep. That, uh, I was listening to Mike, and he's been rereading all those X books. Yeah. I need to reread those. I, kn- I knew that would draw you in. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yep, X. Dude, I was all about that shit. Um, X and uh, what's the other one? Ghost. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the rest of the line, but I remember loving those two. Like Ghost always had freaking awesome covers. Yeah, didn't um, Ghost come into a Hellboy arc? Oh, maybe. Or maybe it was just like in a Dark Horse Presents, like both of them like bumped into each other or something. Really? I could swear that their universes touched for a little bit. Or who the hell knows? Maybe it was a Mignola pinup that he did of both of them. Who the hell knows? But I do remember both of them together. Nope, for you're some right. reason. Ghost Hellboy Special. There you go. Oh, I need that. Oh my god. Dude, Mignola is so freaking good. I know. I know. God damn it. It's it's stupid how awesome he is. Like even going back to like Rocket Raccoon, he was mm. doing great not crazy stuff. It it's very comic booky. But you just, it was a little off kilter. And then mm-hmm. it just became more and more off kilter. And I just <laughs> finished Hellboy and the BPRD in 1953. Yeah. I just finished that collection and I tweeted, I tweeted out percentage wise per capita. Who's hit, whose batting percentage is better than Hellboy? Pretty hard to do. Yeah. That whole universe, pretty 
pretty hard to do. Sure, there might be a little bit of a slump, but it's not like, oh my God, as soon as this hit, the, here's a three-year slump from Hellboy. No, it's like maybe one arc. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But there's always something interesting. I was just amazed. Like, And I guys the, the tweet under when people ask me about like top five you know island picks i never throw out hellboy and if i had like the hellboy catalog on that desert island i'd be pretty happy to reread unlike a lot of other comic books hellboy's a great reread hell yeah because there's so much like history to it and folklore yep it's just oh it really scratched an itch i want to go back and reread some of that stuff now I used to collect the Hellboy trades. Maybe I should get back to that. I think you should switch over to, what are they, the library editions? Those are oh, pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, those are nice. Are those on yeah. Amazon? They're so, so much larger and pretty. And the I think Hellboy they're even like, edition. I think they're sewn, the binding sewn instead of glued. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so it's a really tight binding. Oh, yeah, they're on Amazon. Add to cart. Yeah, it's pretty special. Like I said, I, I think bad. I think batting percentage wise, it's really hard to beat. And I mean, this is coming from a guy who like I don't see any anything wrong with like Starman or Sandman Mystery Theater. Like I think those are like high batting percentages. I would put Hellboy up there. Like, all right, hear hear me I, out. Hear me out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I was just thinking. I wish. Minola would have done more Batman. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Because he did, uh, what was it, like the Doom that came to Gotham? And he did like a couple, like mm-hmm. one offs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like for real in Batman. And then right. I thought to myself, nope, that's the wrong angle. Here's what I want. Mm-hmm. Listen to me, Moon Knight fans. Okay. Oh. All right. You have Ram V writing it. Okay. And, and Mike Minola doing the art. Okay. Mm. And you have like. A super dark, like, occult, mystical, like, ground-level Moon Knight in, like, Hell's Kitchen, okay? Fighting, like, whatever. Like, fucking Crowley's ghost or something. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about it. That's what I want. I like that. I like that. Hell, I, uh, you, you want one that's in the same vein... I'm only replacing Mignola, but it possibly could happen. Where Mignola, there's no way in hell that's going to happen. <laughs> but I'll give you a realistic one. I'll give you okay. a realistic replacement. Mm-hmm. And this is only if Elizabeth Brightweiser does the colors. Okay. Sean Phillips. Oh, Sean Phillips. On Moon Knight, that would be really gritty and really, like, it, it'd be grimy. That might be interesting. You know what? That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. With Ram V. I want to keep Ram V. Uh-huh. I just don't uh, see Mignola. You don't think you don't think Marvel and DC has tried to back up the Brinks truck to try to get him like on a year of X you know, X Men or whatever, Batman? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You, you know they tried to back up that Brinks truck, but yeah. I don't see it happening. Huh. I like it. Let's let's make it happen. Okay. Mike Minola, I know you're listening. Okay. Please make two little boys happy. Okay. Uh this will be uh what's that foundation? The Make a Wish Foundation? 
Okay, this we're making a wish. Mike Mignola, please do it. Um, Ghost Hellboy. You know what? I'm gonna buy this too. Add to cart. <clears throat> Uh, what else are we talking about? Oh, oh TV. So, yeah, the other right. stuff you've seen. Let's. Uh, we're gonna see the comics first, and then uh, and sure. then we can do like non-comics. So, did you? You have Hulu, right? I do. Okay, very good. Did you watch? I think it's on Hulu. Maybe it's on Amazon. Uh, Paper Girls. That's Amazon Prime. And no, I haven't. Okay. That's another one that I showed Julie the Cruise director the trailer, and she was like, "Nope, that ain't me." And really? I was like, but we used to watch X Files. It, it has that vibe. Come on. Huh. She's like, nope, you're on your own. That's interesting. I figured I she would be down for that. Definitely. Same it's here. like uh it's like a little kid's version of Doctor Who. I know. Trust me, I know. Oh. So now that's I have sad. to find time to watch that by, by myself. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh yeah. you should. It's really good. I know. I put it's in my queue. I'm it's looking really forward good. to it. I was surprised. Um, I don't remember the comics. I, matter of fact, I don't think I ever finished the series. I, I know I read like the first volume. Um, yeah, I got I two remember. volumes in, and then it just sort of dropped off my radar. Yeah. Well, I mean, the show's eight episodes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not like a huge time investment. I think I watched it in like two nights. Um, and it's got, um, I can't remember the actress's name, but Ronnie should watch it. Because uh, the, there's a, a lady from the 100 is uh, like the antagonist of the show. Nice. Um, and she plays basically the same character she played in the 100, so it's perfect. <laughs> um, so fans of the 100, get on that. But uh, nice. yeah, it's really good. It's sweet. Um, there's like I I wish they would have done like a little more. I know you and I talk about this a lot. Like, what is the perfect length of like a season? Yes. Right? Um, and it seems like all the Are shows Are you going to tell me this is a rare unicorn to this conversation? Well, it's it's eight that episodes. They, that they should have done nine or ten? I would have liked to see nine, maybe. <gasps> it's the rare unicorn. Usually we want to subtract. Yeah, I know. Oh, but I wanted, I like, like another episode. Oh, that's exciting to me. Um, that Oh, this is good. I didn't realize this. I'm on the uh, the Amazon Prime page for uh, Paper Girls, and they have a link right below um, Watch This Series, a link to uh, buy the complete series. Ooh, nice. That's very good. Can you add the page that you're on? Can you add things directly from it to your no. queue? No. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I mean, you can do, like, add to watch list, yeah. Okay, because I think you need to add, because they just added uh, licorice pizza. Oh, that's on my queue. Yeah, okay, good. All right, good. Because right, yeah. I went on last night, and I was like, licorice pizza is free? House of Gucci is free? I was like, oh, my <laughs> You're God. so funny. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dude, Paul yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. I I just watched it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something out that I don't care if I get crap for. Best American director living? Wow. Possibly. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That. Oh, God. So interesting. Oh, and there's also a movie. Oh, what is it called? You need to watch it. Oh, what is it called? It's driving me crazy. Um, I think his name's John Chow. Uh huh. And it's about a father and daughter road trip. I watched the trailer. 
I looked over at Julie, the cruise director, after the trailer, and I'm like, how can a two-minute trailer make me cry? I was like, wow, oh, my really? God. It looked so good. Huh. But it's father-daughter road trip. He has cancer, like like a brain tumor. Yeah. And he's estranged from his daughter, and the daughter's like a teenager. Estranged from her. But during the summer, he takes her on a road trip without telling her that he has this brain tumor. But he wants to reconnect with her. And I swear to God, I was like, the amount, like, I know it'll resonate with you. And it didn't seem sad because he's holding back this brain tumor thing. But, like, how a father can influence a child, how a child can influence a parent, and how, like, she's embarrassed by him. But yet, he's sort of cool to her. You know what I like? It's oh my god! It tugged at like every heartstring. I was just like, "Damn, this looks really good." Wait, so you watch you watch the trailer? You didn't watch the movie? No, it, okay. it's in my queue. Like I it, watched. It's called it, "Don't I, Make Me Go." There we go. Yes. Yep. And and who stars in it? Uh, 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 was I right uh, about the name? Yeah, John Cho is yeah. the dad, and he's so good in it. What's the girl's name? Mia Isaac, and she was phenomenal. So yeah. I. I'm uber excited to watch it. Huh. But put that in your queue just so you don't forget it. Yeah, I'll see if uh, Zoe will watch it with me. That doesn't yeah. seem like something I would watch by myself. No, but I, uh, I, I it was very well written. I was yeah. like the trailer itself. I was like, dang, they don't make these type of films that often. And way to go, John Chow. Woo. Yeah, that's like a licorice pizza. Like it's on my queue, but I'm not going to watch this by myself because it's not like a thing that I watch. You know what I mean? Right. It's licorice pizza was. Oh my god! It's it, there's so much there. It was so so wonderful, and yeah. it was weird. Even Julie, the cruise director, after the trailer, she's like, "Are these just independent scenes loosely tied together?" And I'm like. You mean, is this a Paul Thomas Anderson film? <laughs> that, yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but yeah, no, so back to, back to Paper Girls. Yes, yeah, please. one, one additional episode. And I'll tell you why. Cause I don't think the story itself needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to see more, like, more character moments. Cause there were like, oh. you know, it's like four teenage-ish girls. They're like 12. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a 12-year-old. You know what I mean? So I know what 12-year-olds are like. Yeah. And there's, like, some moments where they play around with that, but I almost feel like they should have played more with that. And maybe they didn't because it's, like, an action-y type show, right? Um, mm-hmm. And they're, like, constantly on the run. But I think uh, I think it would have been nice. I think it could have drawn, like, that audience, I think you know that's I mean? like why Julie, the cruise director, audience. did not sign up for it because it was oh. all the trailer was all action. Like ah. I caught on when they, in two seconds, they showed the twelve-year-old girl with her adult self. Yeah, and that's what you're talking about. Like that's a Doctor Who moment. Mm-hmm. But in the trailer, it's two seconds. But for me, I was like, Ooh, are they going to go into that? Like, I, I want more of that. Yeah, that's like half the season. But everything was action in the trailer. That's why she was like, eh, you're on your own. Right, like, right, eh, right. It's just action. So so I'll give you two examples. So one of the girls, um, 
like yeah, the the Asian girl meets her. Like that's the first one they meet. They meet mm-hmm. her in the future. Okay, um, and so like that's pretty well done. Um, one of the other girls ends up meeting her future self, and it turns out that in the future she's a lesbian, mm-hmm. right? So she has to deal with the fact that like she knows she becomes a lesbian, but doesn't know mm-hmm. how to deal with it, right? So sure. I would like to see a little bit more of that in there. Yeah. Um, one of the girls is dead in the future. She had cancer. Uh-huh. Um, so like you get some scenes with that, but like I feel like they could have played a little bit more with it. Um, the way they deal with it is like they um, she like finds her brother in the future, and like he's not a slacker anymore. Like he's a doctor, right? An ER doctor. Uh-huh. Um, so like he's gonna adopt her or whatever, and like all this stuff. Um, but like the life he leads is not what she wants, right? Because he's like he's a doctor, so he's well off, right? Like his kids go to private school, and they're like total douchebags, like mean girls. Uh-huh. Um, and like they grew up in the trailer park, right? So like that's what she knows. Um, so things like that, I think, could have been expanded a little bit more. Again, like not too much, but like another episode would have been nice. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Just to flesh everything out a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, but it's good though. I really enjoyed it. I'm uh, I'm considering getting the uh, the complete series uh, collection and reading that. Dang, that is impressive. Yeah. Then, yeah. Did the series wrap up just the first book? Uh, like I said, I don't remember because it's been so long okay. since I read Paper Girls. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So I don't know, but I mean, they leave it open for season two. So that's cool. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I like the idea. Paper Girls, watch it. Um. Can I tell you my uh, movie that I know you'll be shocked I've never watched before, but I know you'll know it, and I know you like it. I know you like the director. We've talked about the director multiple times. Oh. But now I have a question for you once I tell you the movie. Uh, I have a question if you've seen another film by him. Oh. I was on. on HBO Max, and they just added Source Code, Jake Gyllenhaal's Source Code. Yes, I've seen that. Duncan Jones directed it. David yep. Bowie's son. Yep. yep. And never saw it. So I watched the trailer and I'm like, I think Julie the Cruise director would like this. Because <laughs> she liked the Tom Cruise Emily Blunt. Yeah. Deja vu film with the whatever it is, Day After Tomorrow. What the Rinse hell? I repeat. Yeah, there you go. Um she liked that. And I always love a deja vu movie. So I'm like, all right, we'll watch this. Sure enough, she watched the trailer and she's like, you've already seen it. I'm like, there's no way I saw it. I would remember this. <laughs> no, you saw it. I'm like, you might have saw it without me. I did not see this. And she just kept swearing up and down. And I'm like, trust me, I did not see this. Hmm. Watched it. Loved. I absolutely loved it. And it loved it so much that... And then this happens to me all the time. I'll watch a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, and I'll be like, damn, he's good. Why don't I watch more Jake Gyllenhaal movies? <laughs> and then I forget to, like, queue up any Jake Gyllenhaal movies, but then the next one will come around, and it'll be like, dang, that was good. I should watch more Jake Gyllenhaal movies. <laughs> so that's, I guess that's my deja vu moment. Yeah, it's got a uh, good cast. It's got uh, our favorite, Michelle Monaghan. Hell yeah. As well as Vera Formiga. Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Jeffrey Wright. Really? 
Yeah, he's the I boss. I didn't remember that. Oh, he's the oh, boss. Yeah. He's ah. the guy that created the source code, and then at the end was just like, oh, I hey, spoiler for a movie that came out 20 years ago. <laughs> no, 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 this will be your last time. After this, you'll, you know, we, we will uh, take you out of the source code. And then once it was successful, he was like, yeah, just wipe his mind and, and let's let's find the next disaster that he can solve. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> like all of a sudden Jeffrey Wright saw all these millions of dollars from the de- from the DOD. Hilarious. Like, it was really good. And I was I even told Julie the cruise director, I was like, Why I get that like he might be in mourning from his father's passing. Totally understandable. Yep. Or did he get the Brinks truck back up because of his father's death? And he's like, yeah, why direct anything, dude? Peace out. Oh, did that the come last? out the same year? No, no, no. Right. But I was wondering, like, why hasn't he done anything since Warcraft? That's what I thought his last film was. Uh-huh. And then I thought, well, his dad died. So, you know, hey, maybe he's taking some time off as well as two years from COVID. Okay, I get that. But now I saw, and this is what I wanted to ask you, a Netflix film starring yeah, Paul Rudd, Mute. Yeah. Did you ever see that? I did. I mean, Paul Rudd's in it. He's not, like, the main character. Yeah, but he's main build because yeah. it's Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did see it. It's not, it's all right. It's not okay. great. Because I watched the trailer, I was like, wow, this is... Because it was done 2018, I want to say? Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, because then once I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, then COVID hit. So guess what? He might have he might have been trying to develop something, and then COVID hit. So guess what? He can't put anything out. Wait, 2018? So, is that when it came out? I could swear that it was. That I, can't I, be right. It feels I like it was I, sooner. I think I looked it up. Uh, Wow. Interesting. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. It says 2018. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like, guess what? That that came out 2018. If you're developing a movie and then COVID hits, everything either gets canceled, shut down, or postponed. So you know he what's could so weird? be doing something right now. But when I was watching the trailer for Mute, I was like, wow, does this look like a first only on Netflix type movie. Like it yeah, looked like yeah, they yeah. put a lot of money into it, but I was like, boy, this con- this sci-fi concept is really, really loose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did watch it. I don't remember being blown away, but that was at the time when, uh, when Netflix was really starting to push the original content. Right. So right. they were just banging them out. Here, this yeah. is a this is how we like. I don't know if this is like an, an age thing, right? Maybe it's the gray spots. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the top movies of 2018, and tell me if you feel like it, 2018 sounds like a long time ago. It does. It feels that way. Yeah. All right. Top top movies of 2018. Okay. Avengers: Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Black Panther. Deadpool 2. Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. The Meg. Venom. Mission Impossible: Fallout. Ready Player One. Incredibles 2, Bohemian Rhapsody, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Solo Star Wars Story, Quiet Place, The Predator. Like, don't those feel like they just came out? I mean, I don't know about, like, just, but, like, I'm, four years I'm ago? In the compl- I'm in the complete opposite park. Really? When you read those off, in my head, I was thinking, no, this wasn't four years ago. 
This was like 10 years ago. Really? They feel so far in the past. Dang. I think that's COVID brain for me. Dang. Aquaman came out that year? God, there was a lot of Men in Tights movies. Jesus Uh Christ. Tomb Raider? Mamma Mia, that's your favorite. That is pretty good. (laughs) 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 Yeah, 2018. Weird. Wow. Um, I like Duncan Jones. I uh, I went Same on his uh, IMDb page. You know what movie he's working on? I really want to know. Rogue Trooper. A Star Wars movie? No. Rogue Trooper from 2018. <gasps> oh my god. Are you serious? Yep. That's what it says. Oh, that would be so good. Rogue Can Trooper. Can he just do the, the 2018 universe? Could he relaunch that? <sighs> Man... <laughs> I, uh, Bring Carl Urban back as yes. Judge Dredd. Come on. Yes. I want like a Judge Dredd too so bad. Like Carl Urban was so good as Judge Dredd, dude. Buddy, all I need, I just want it extended. Just take that movie and like, oh, we have 22 extra minutes. Like I'm dying for anything extra to that movie. Yeah. Golly. But just make it a, a 2000 AD universe. I'll take it. <laughs> Sign me up. I'll take it. Uh, it's Robo Hunter? Sign me up. I'll take all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rogue Trooper. Never thought I'd see that movie. I, I mean, hope we, I hope we do see that. I was going to say, still might not see it. but <laughs> Yeah, we might not see it. But I even told Julie, the cruise director, after watching Mute, I'm like, even if this is a trash film, his science fiction point of view is at least original yeah yeah, yeah. you know so i'll give him credit there and isn't there a scars guard in it in mute yeah alexander yeah there you go top yep. bad kid i mean it could still be bad but at least you have a scars guard in it too yeah that's true uh but didn't, he get screwed? To, um... didn't he get screwed by when source code came out oh really i could swear that there was a world event that happened and when it launched, it, and it wasn't like a 9-11 thing, because I know that was like many years after. But I could swear that something held people back from going to the theater. Source code, 2011. What happened in 2011? I could swear something happened. Because it was like, it was sort of beyond his, like, there was nothing he could do about it. Just people did not go to the theater that weekend for whatever reason. All right, let's see here. Major events of 2011. Death of Osama Bin Laden. Death of Steve Jobs. Interesting. Japan earthquake. The Arab Spring. Oprah Winfrey show ends. Oh, maybe that was it. No, that was it. The wedding of William and Kate. Occupy Wall Street. War in Iraq comes to an end. Space shuttle program comes to an end. Interesting. I don't know, man. Yeah, the film made 14.8. Uh, debuted second in his opening weekend, fourteen point eight million. That ain't that much. And it no, was March. Nothing. It was March eleventh. Oh, that was the South by Southwest release. Mm-hmm. But I could swear, or maybe it went up against something that was like, "Oh, you don't want to go up against that." What are you doing? Where will we find that? What's that website? Like box office something? That box mojo? office bonanza. Home office, box office mojo? Is that it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah, Box Office Mojo. Uh, you said it came out when? Uh, Let's see here. I'll just look up source code. The film was released in theaters April 1st, 2011. Oh, April Fool's Day. That's why. <laughs> uh, I wish I could just look up by date. And I'm look. I'm on the Wikipedia page, and it's like all these uh, critics, which Buddha critics, they're all comparing it to Groundhog Day. Like, what? Oh, come, on, come on! It's That's like comparing like, like Day. Moon to 2000. You know, want a space odyssey? Like, oh, come on, guys! Uh, here's why no one wants to see it because it came out uh, the same time as the King's Speech. Oh, the Academy Award winner. Yep. Boo to that. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's why. Because I'm looking at everything else. That whole month is just meh. Like, I get when Warcraft comes out, you're going after a gigantic but niche audience. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get like, oh, Tom Wetmore wants to go see that. You know, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get the crossover. But this is a, this is a, source code's a little bit different. Yeah. And for people to compare it to <laughs> Groundhog Day or the Christopher Nolan film. Oh, what the hell? The one that, that's backwards. Tenet? No, no, no. Uh, oh, shit. Memento. Yeah, Memento. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You're critics, but you don't have to be a critic. Come on. <laughs> it's just low-hanging fruit, you know? Stop punching down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, no, Source Code is good, man. You said it's an HBO. I should watch that again. Yeah, you should. It was really, uh, really good. Really entertaining. I did. Um, let me tell you why I canceled HBO Max, though. Even though I have nine more months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to tell you. I bet you you're going to forget. And then the first time you're going to go into that app in June, you'll be like, dang it. What happened? Hey, what <laughs> I mean, I, listen, listen, I was listening to uh, The Verge, The Verge podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, and they were talking about the uh, the acquisition. We haven't talked about that. We should talk about that. Sure. Go ahead. So Discovery bought Warner Media, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now Discovery owns HBO right. and some other stuff and DC Comics, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is why they're like, I don't know, doing weird shit over there. Mm -hmm. um, and... Like, normally I'd be like, all right, whatever. Like, companies buy companies all the time. Yeah. But You'll I finally be able to find all of your property brothers all on whatever app they choose to name. Yeah, on Discovery Max. Yeah, why not? Um, so, so I'm listening to them talk about it, and I'm mm -hmm. like, I didn't even think about this shit. And, like, they were talking about some of the, like, the, the secret sauce Hollywood stuff. Uh, like, the guy that, um, like, owns Discovery, like, the guy that started Discovery, basically. Mm -hmm. He's like purposely like killing projects because um, he's got like a, a personal vendetta against like the the old Warner Media head or whatever, and like they're going through. Like, you got to listen to this episode, dude, of The Verge. Like I'm listening and I'm like, holy shit! Like that is the most vindictive shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, you I heard I mean? that uh, that Catwoman was canceled for tax benefit. About Batgirl. Batgirl, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Like, there was no vendetta. It was just one of those, like, well, if we remove it from the books, count it as a loss, we get a better tax tax bracket rebate. 
Yeah, because like, they, they spent like ninety million or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, listen, I got HBO Max because like HBO had great shows mm-hmm. um, that I love watching, and they had the DC stuff on there, which I love watching. Mm-hmm. But like, if they're gonna start putting like, what'd you say, Property Brothers? I don't oh, even yeah. know what that is, but it sounds awful. Oh come on! Don't, don't worry, you'll get to know it. it. No, I won't. No, no you can. <laughs> You don't want to. You don't want to know how Vanilla Ice rehabs a house. You don't want that. What are you talking about? Is that what that show is? No, Property Brothers is a completely different show. Wait, there's a Vanilla Ice show? Yes. No, there's not. Buddy, what's this? Put it into the. Put it into the DuckDuckGo. Guaranteed. Just just type in Vanilla Ice Home, and I guarantee you'll get a result. The Vanilla Ice Project is that it? There you go. There you go. There's a Vanilla Ice goes Amish. Oh my god! There you go. Get on this it. This is this is terrible. What are you talking about? You can watch it all. I don't want any part of any of this. No, but you can. Vanilla it's Ice all, flip advice. Oh my there god! There you go. I want to kill myself. No, you can watch it all now. You are kidding. No, why would I kid? Crystal Waterworth. Who's that? Is that his wife? I couldn't tell you. I just know that dumb show. <laughs> How do you know this? Because they advertise it like crazy. I don't know. You know what you're talking about? Advertise? What's that? No. Stop. <laughs> don't worry. I see not- ads. Listen, I was in this hotel all week, right? So I'm like, yeah. oh, let me try to find something to watch. And so, like. I feel like, you know, I'm back in 1990 flipping through the TV Guide thing, right? And so I find some movie. Oh, Taken 3. Did you know that there's three of them? I'm shocked that there's only three. <laughs> so so I put on Taken 3, and I'm watching it, and then commercials come on. And I'm like, how do people watch stuff with commercials? What are these? <laughs> so I don't even finish watching the movie. I just, like, cast from my phone and watch YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. Because you don't have cable, right? No. Right. That's why, like, for me, I would love to go to a hotel to see what sort of regular cable is, but not really because they only have, like, 18 channels. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, oh, here's a Talking Heads ESPN Talking Heads sports show that I used to watch. And honest to God, every time I do that, it doesn't matter the show. I did. I used to be like, I really miss that. And then after about 40 minutes, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to turn this channel. We're talking about the same damn, like, four stories. They'll go over and over, like, in a half hour, you hear about them twice. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I yeah, it was it. bad. And then, uh, then I, and then it was the worst. So I'm flipping through, and there was some show came up. I was like, oh, I love that show. I think it was, like, X-Files. Sure. Um, so I, I hit it. And it is definitely not X Files. <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe it's a commercial, right? So I wait, and it's not a commercial. Like they're just talking about I don't know what, right? So I like flip the channel, right? And there's nothing to watch, even though there's like a hundred channels. So I was like, well, I guess like maybe it's just like a long commercial. So I'll just go back to X Files, and I, so I go back to it, and it turns out like um, it was uh, Formula One. So I'm like, oh, Formula One's cool. Like, I'll watch some of that. Sure. So I watched it for like 10 minutes. 
and then the race ended, and then, like, X-Files came on. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why couldn't you just, like, say on here that Formula One was on instead of whatever? Like, we live in 2022, right? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not imagining things, right? We have technology where you can press a button and update the fucking TV guide. I honestly, I thought that story was going to go, I'm watching X-Files, and then it ends, and then all of a sudden the news appears, and I'm all ready for the next episode of (laughs) X-Files. Like, we're so trained to, like, I just want to binge, like, four episodes right now. But then the news came on. (sighs) It was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the freaking, the casting thing is so complicated, Mm because you're on, like, Hotel Wi-Fi, right? So it's shared. Because, like, we have a Chromecast here mm-hmm. at the house. I don't use it, right? Um, but my wife likes using it because she can do it from her phone. Um, so we have one here. And all you do is, like, just connect to the fucking TV. Mm-hmm. But in the hotel, you can't do that. Because, like, you know, you share, like, Wi-Fi in the whole floor or whatever it is. So what you need to do is, like, get the TV to, like, switch to the Stream Now section, Okay. You have live mm-hmm. TV, you have stream now. So you switch to the stream now, and that goes to like the Chromecast thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have to connect your phone to the Wi-Fi, which makes sense. That's how it works everywhere. But then you have to like scan a QR code. So like it no, connects brother. only to that TV, right? Because all the TVs are on the same Wi-Fi. Uh, and then you have to like connect to the TV. It's just too much. Oh, brother. It's too much. Now imagine Nelson doing the same thing. Right? Like, my mom would be like, QR code. Not that she doesn't know what to do, but she'd be like, nope, that's one too many hurdles. No thanks. Right? Yeah. So weird. So um, strange. But the I mean, the Wi-Fi was okay. Oh, except I'm weird about the stuff, so I didn't want to connect to the, the Wi-Fi on my laptop. So, so I did hotspot on my phone to connect my phone to the laptop for internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except... If you're on the Wi-Fi on the phone, you can't share the Wi-Fi. So I had to turn the Wi-Fi off on the phone so I could use the hotspot. Oh, boy. It was too much. It's too much. That is too much. Uh, I did. I And I thought about it, too. The last day I was there, I realized there's Ethernet cable on the wall. And oh. I'm like, shit, I should have brought my Xbox. Right. So I might take the Xbox tomorrow. I like Maybe. the sound of that. Maybe. I don't know, maybe, maybe not, because uh, I do need to read some books. Yeah, I'd be afraid that somebody's going to steal it. Oh, uh, the Xbox? Yeah. Well, I mean, I bring my laptop. And you're leaving that in the, the room when you go to work? Uh, Not when I'm at work, but like if I go out to eat or whatever. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I guess it would be sitting in there for eight hours compared to one hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I do have, speaking of Xbox... Nerdy Legion transition. <laughs> Speaking of Xbox, I know you have like your three and a half hour geek brunch to get through every once yes. in a while. You know, it'd yep. be great with that if you could meditatively zone out and play a video game while listening to said geek brunch. While I'm driving? No, no, no. Um, I'm going to explain. Oh, I was going to say, because I'm thinking I'm... about getting a Tesla. Oh, So I can shit. do self-driving. I tr- I have tried a a new game called Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> no, you did it. I know you were oh, talking yeah. about it. <laughs> oh yeah. 
It is so meditative, dude. Is it? I put on a podcast and I chilled. Your cl- and it's exactly what it is. It's a power wash. You're you're you have different nozzles. You have different power washers, different strengths of power washers. You add in the chemicals because if you're working on wood or trying to get off like rust or whatever, there's different like combinations you could do. Whatever. Mm. The whole point, you get put into a scenario with your trusty power washer <laughs> and you're cleaning it to completion. And there's all these little parts like one. It'll be like a motorcycle. So you get a walk around the motorcycle. You're cleaning like, oh, let me clean this, you know, whatever headlight. And you see this little like progress meter go up. And then once it hits 100% that that headlight's been cleaned 100%, then you'll hear a very trusty like ding, and you'll see 100%. So then you immediately know, let me go clean off this now. Start cleaning, same thing. You're watching gauges go up. You're getting the friendly ping. But it's not like mentally you have to invest. That's why it's a perfect like podcast listening thing. But it's very satisfying if you're, if there's a, if you're a little like OCD or like an orderly person. Like I, I've never used a power washer. <laughs> and to be honest with you, would I love to like show this to Julie, the cruise director? Absolutely. But could I also see her playing the game, looking over at me and be like, why don't we clean our house? Doesn't this inspire you to clean the house? And it's like, yeah, but I don't want to clean the house. <laughs> I want to play a video game where I pretend to clean the house. The house doesn't have a progress bar that will have friendly <laughs> ding attached. Hello? But it is one of those things that's just... And it gets bigger and bigger. Like, all of a sudden, you'll do, like, a miniature golf course. But there's also a multiplayer aspect to it that you can invite friends in, and then you attack bigger projects. And they even have them in different locales. Like there's a like a moon rover. So you're on the moon taking like dust off of a moon rover. Are you like, serious right now? Like I said, there's tons of different scenarios. But it is one of those like, yeah, it could be a stop sign. Like if you want to do something small. Or it could be a like backyard. So they have like like the headlight. The head like the headlight example. You get that to 100, but there's also an overall amount. So you'll see that go up from like 7.1 to 7.2. So it's still like, there's a whole complete, like I said, it's an OCD thing. Like you're hitting the completion 100%, but you're also seeing the overall go up. And then on your button, like your button, you're not just swapping out for like soap and like chemical additives to break down the gunk and grime. You can switch nozzles, switch the way that they're being directed, just like a regular power washer, I guess. I've never used one. But you can also like hit one of your buttons, and this is very video gamey. The button will all of a sudden like flash the dirt that's on the object or the scenario that you're trying to clean. So it'll be like, oh, okay, ooh, I see something. Yeah, it's the undercarriage of the motorcycle, whatever. So you have to, like, get down, like, into a prone position and, like, aim your nozzle up. 
until until you get the oh I forgot one of the key things you get the progress bar the friendly ding and then just to show like visually show show you on the object that it's at a hundred you get the little like twinkle of it being clean you know the international like crosshatch like ding and then like you see a little like twinkle shine but dude like I said the best thing about it. I'm listening to a podcast, dude. I am shit. <laughs> I'm watching bars go up. Oh, shit. Like, now I can see how people, like, like they just sit there and do, like, those mindless, oh, let me hit this simulator, and all I'm doing is hitting one button. The repetition of that, like, I can, I sort of see that benefit. Because it is, like, a, a meditative thing. I played it a couple times in, like, one sitting... I played it for like three hours, and the only reason I knew that is one of my podcasts ended. And I was oh like, my God. wait, hold on, that was three hours? Oh my God. <laughs> like, time vacuum. <laughs> Gone. Where sometimes, like, like right now I'm playing Yakuza's, uh, Yakuza Zero. Yep. I've heard so much about the Yakuza ser- uh, series. So I thought I would try, and there is tons of goofiness, which everybody reports back like, oh my God, these scenarios are crazy. And they are. But after two hours of that, like, I'm mentally exhausted. Not just because I'm reading subtitles. It's just like, I have to remember all this. And now I'm in a battling scenario that I have to remember combos. Like, it's just like you have... It is a... not aggressive power wash simulator completely passive other video games you have to be engaged (laughs) and this is just like chill dude let me just chill a little bit but like I said best thing about it Oh man, I'm putting on a podcast. Are you kidding me? All right, let's go. Oh my god, you are crazy. Oh, so fun, so fun. I I literally turned off like the music because you can like adjust stuff. So I turned off the soundtrack. I turned off whatever talking they're doing, other than the bing and the sound of the power the power washer. <laughs> like I turned off like birds chirping. Ah, eh, get rid of that. Who cares? <laughs> it's all about me, baby. Oh my god, Power Wash so, Simulator! I can't believe it. Hey, it's free on Xbox Game Pass. Is it? Uh, is, is it have good reviews? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I know all the video game podcasts that I listen to. Yeah. They've said exactly the same thing. It's just a meditative experience. No one's like, I need to 100% that game. No, the whole point is like, I have an hour. I just want to chill, but I also want to play a video game. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking on Steam because yeah. it's easier to get reviews. Yeah, sure. And it is overwhelmingly positive with 23,000 reviews. Like, I get like, ooh, farming simulator. Ooh. Goat like, simulator. Yeah, or like driving like a big rig simulator. Like I get that, but if you think about those simulators, you sort of have to be attentive. This one you don't have to be. Like you're driving on a road, or you know, it's like this one you don't have to be at all. Like there's a cooking simulator out. Like I love to follow recipes, but I don't know if I. I think it would be too much. Like 
now I have to dice this. Now I have to do that. Like, it's a little bit more active. I think I just like the meditative experience of it. It was really good. <laughs> Can I tell you my other Xbox Game Pass game? Wait, I gotta, I gotta give you this review. Yeah. Power washing my chronic depression away. I beat cancer. Let's go power wash. Yay. (laughs) I'm not going to bet. I'm not going to verify the medical benefits of power wash simulator. Oh, that's so funny. Drew a penis on the wall of a house. LOL. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can do that for sure. Um,. But would I love for, like, all of us to go do a gigantic project and just, like, talk? It It was sort of like when we played uh, Fall Guys. Yeah, that was fun. Dude, I was not even paying attention hardly. Like, it was the whole point (laughs) of just, like, laughing with you guys and playing it together. It was excellent. So what you're saying is we should have a Power Wash Simulator land party. Yes. Yes. Does it have multiplayer? Yeah. Yeah, no I think kidding. it's like six players. Really? And the barrier of entry is zero because it's on Game Pass, which is really Oh, nice. God. All right, we should do this. I don't know yeah. if we can uh, convince Aaron and Ronnie to do it, but I think Dewan would power wash with us. I don't know. Well, I think it's an Xbox thing, so Bell would not be uh, able to Oh, that's play. right. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. Power wash simulator. It I'm glad you tried fun. it. <laughs> It looks so dumb, it has to be fun. Oh, yeah, it's completely dumb. Don't get me wrong, completely dumb. <laughs> but it's, I'm telling you, just to hear that, like, power wash water sound effect, there is something about it. It's very white noisy. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so I got another show that I watched. Wait, hold on. If you don't mind, I just want to wrap up the Game Pass bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. I don't know. I don't know if this is the case with me, but I mean, I've talked about Detroit uh, become become human. human. Yep, and I've talked about like all of Quantic Dreams games. That's sort of like a choose your own adventure. Yep. You go down like a not a skill tree, but like a path. Mm-hmm. So y- your choices influence like scenarios, how like the story will develop. I. I think I'm a fan of those now. It isn't even a choose-your-own-adventure thing. But on Game Pass, they released um, a video game. Let me make sure I get the title right. As Dusk Falls. As Dusk Falls. And it's very... It, it's just oh, like, yeah. It's just like Detroit uh, Become Human. Um... It, it's from two different sides, uh, like two different groups of people. Um, one family is going to St. Louis. They stop in this bro, they, their car breaks down. They're in this seedy motel. Like, off, it, it's one of those, like, it is off the beaten path in Nevada. Like, but mm-hmm. it's a, it's a little, like, broken down seedy motel. And then you switch over, and you're, like I said, it's a family, so, like, you'll be playing the father, and your little daughter is asking you questions, and depending on your response is how she's going to react to that or how she takes that and perceives it. Mm -hmm. 
So then they flash forward and there's a whole thing they're playing, just like Detroit, they're playing with time. So it'll be like 14 hours later, two days before. So then they flash, the developers take you over to the other group of people that are just scumbag white trash. They, you start off the game, uh, it's three brothers, two of them break into a house to steal something. So then they are almost caught. They're on the lam from the cops. And of course, they go to the same CD motel. And they're holed up in the CD motel. Well, they keep doing flashbacks with the family members. They keep doing flashbacks with the white trash people. As well as like current time. So this daughter in the main story, she's probably six. And then they flash forward to a current period where she is college age. So that's mm-hmm. how much like time jump they're doing. So I'm playing four hours of it one night. And I'm liking the way it goes because there's four chapters to it, I want to say. And after every chapter, it will end. And then you get the little like decision pyramids that they go through and it will even show you and this is what I love about online games they will show you like 23% of the people chose to align yourself with the mother and you can go back to any of these decision trees and replay your decisions to see like how things could could end up I never do that but I like that they show like, ooh, only 8% of the people chose my way. That's interesting. Okay, that's fascinating. Mm. So I'm what I'm playing through this game and I get to God, I would say two thirds of the way through the game. Julie the cruise director is out for <laughs> four hours, three hours. So I'm like, hell yeah. I'm jumping into As Dusk Falls. I'm gonna play some more of this. Because I kept thinking, this has got to be almost over. I'll be able to finish this before she gets back. Because I know she doesn't want to see a hostage situation with, like, and there, and believe me, every time you come back into the game, it flashes up this warning that's like, caution. Scenes, um, scenes depicted in the upcoming footage is that of gun violence, violence, um, abuse, and something, God, what did they say? Mental abuse, um, or harmful self-harm. Yeah, that's what they call it, self-harm. So like the decision trees, you might never see any of this stuff. Some's pre-planned, but you might not see any of it. So I'm playing through Julie, the cruise director, walks in, and I'm telling her, like, just let me get to a stopping point. Let me get to where, like, a chapter ends, and and I'll turn it off. And she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. So she's sitting over on her device, fiddling around. I'm walking through this story, choosing my paths that I want to. And I never, like, the the bad guys, there's one, of course, they're all archetypes. But, like, the youngest son is the empathetic one that has feelings for the family that they have taken hostage 
and they did you know he he's he has the heart of gold let's put it that way mm-hmm. so i'm trying to play his decisions that way so they do a flashback with this heart of gold kid and this scumbag father who all he does is smack around the other two but he likes the youngest one but smacks around the he's just up he's an f off he comes into the younger son's um, bedroom maybe two in the morning sweat is dripping off of him he looks completely rustled up you have no idea what the hell is happening so you go through a dialogue tree talking to him and he's like panicked and he needs your help Mm -hmm. so you get in the car you drive into the woods and then all these options that you're doing is like I said, this is the heart of gold kid. So I'm just like, I, you know, I, I'm trying to defend the fa- like be empathetic to the father, but like, and not talk down to him and not like yell at him, which, you know, these dialogue trees, they sort of give you those different tones. So they pull into the woods, they walk around to the back of the car, the father opens up the trunk and they have a guy, he has a guy in the trunk, bound and gagged, and they, the father goes to the back seat, pulls out a shovel, pulls the guy out of the trunk, hands the son a shovel, and tells him to execute the guy. Hmm. And I was like, whoa. And like I said, Julia Cruz, director, she's watching all this. Half watching. And I do the response like, hell no, I'm not going to do that. Are you crazy? No, I'm not doing that. And he's like, you're going to have to help me. I have a bullet wound in my arm. I can't do anything. I need you to dig this grave. Like, if you're not going to kill him, at least dig this grave for me. We'll throw him in there. So he digs this grave. They throw the guy in. And I'm going through this, like, tree talking to the the scumbag father, talking to the scumbag father who owes this one guy money. You find out, oh my God, this guy's going to kill me. I I need to, like, I, we need to kill him or he's going to kill me. So I go through this tree, like, I've already dug this hole. This is all I'm going to do. This is all I'm going to do. And the, the decisions go back and forth. God, must have been four or five of them where finally this little meek little kid is standing up to his father. Mm-hmm. So the father finally is like, no. All right, fine. I'll take, I'll take the shovel and I'll, and I'll start filling up this hole. So the father turns around and the dude's gone. Like he got out of the hole and he's gone. <laughs> so I was like, oh boy, what does this mean? Like this guy knows where the family is. This guy knows where the father is. Oh boy. So they drive back to the farm. And the son is taking care of the car. The father goes into the house, exits the house, goes into the barn. My character, the only path he can take is into the house. So he goes into the house, finds a note on the, um, on the kitchen table that's a suicide note from the father. Mm. So I was just like, oh my god. So one of the options was like, go out to the barn. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going out to the barn, I guess. 
he walks out to the barn and you hear you don't see but you hear the father struggling as he's hanging himself and you see it from the kids perspective the camera's on the kids but you never see the father being hung but you hear it and then he there's two options like untie your father or leave him and I was just watching it and it's just like Detroit there's a little like countdown timer on every like skill like dialogue tree there's a countdown timer so you can think about it it gives you enough time like 14 seconds to mull stuff over this was the first one that I used all 14 seconds and I was like oh my god but like I said like this is usually not Julie the Cruise director's tone but I was like him and Han I didn't even know she was really watching and I was like oh my god what do I do and she was like you better let that fucker die and I was like, really? <laughs> Man, that is cold. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. holy Christ. Because in my head, I was like, why? I mean, of course this kid's going to rescue whomever. Like, the kid has a heart of gold. And when she said that, I was just like, I guess I'm going to let this guy die. And sure <laughs> enough, that's exactly what you do. <laughs> so at the end of the chapter... It gave you that decision tree, so I had to go to see, like, how many people just let this a-hole die. And it was, like, 87% let him die. Oh, shit. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. But I just couldn't believe, like, without, like, I didn't even know she was watching. But without even hesitating, she was like, oh, you better let that fucker die. (laughs) (laughs) It was, needless to say, did it end on a really did it end on a high? No. Um, it seemed like... Oh, wait, you finished it? Oh, yeah, I finished it. Oh, okay, all right. This wasn't the end. Trust me, this, this was not the end whatsoever. They had so many dangling story points. It almost felt like As Dusk Falls... Didn't... Not um Ran out of money. Mm-hmm. And instead of me choosing how to tie up the story, they just showed you, like, paintings of, like, well, this could have happened, but it didn't. And this could have happened, but it didn't. And it just sort of tied up, and I was like, wait, that was the end? What What the hell? Like, it was very frustrating, the end bit. was very mm. frustrating. But leading up to it, really good. Do I still like David Cage's and Quantic Dreams version of storytelling more? Yeah, I do. Heavy Rain was really good. Heavy Rain was great. Yeah. But it was, I could not believe how cold she was. I was like, dang, girl, what so how, how interactive is this? Because you've played like, have you, you played Firewatch, right? I have not played Firewatch. Okay. Is that a um, choose-your-own-adventure type thing? Yes, yes. Oh, shoot. Then I will be playing Firewatch. It's in my and, queue. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, did you play What Remains of Edith Finch? No, I have not. Oh, my God. That one's so good. You got to put yeah. that on your queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's in my queue. <clears throat> I was trying to see, like, how interactive it is. That's why I brought those two up. Um, no, it looks like I would almost compare it to a motion comic. Unlike David Cage... Who gives you a little free reign to walk around? This is a lot more. You're watching static images, and they just sort of move. 
almost uh, like they're cut out and they move and like animate that way. But I'm not moving them. I'm gotcha. not choosing left, right, up, down. No, it's just one of those like oh, interesting. Here's a quick time event that you're pressing the like somebody's trying to stab you. Oh, let me give it credit though. The accessibility controls, chef's kiss. Yeah, because you know what I don't want to do anymore. Quick time events. I don't want to <laughs> repeatedly tap on a button. I want to be passive when I'm playing these type of games. I like an interactive drama. I want to do the things. Like if they tell me like hit the left trigger with A, I want I want to do those prompts. I don't want to do them repeatedly. I don't want to get carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah. But I want to interact a little bit. So the like accessibility options, oh my god, they were so good. I could increase the like subtitle font scene. I could increase the window that I had to press the button presses. So I never failed any of that stuff because like I said, I want to be passive with it. But I want to interact. Huh. And they did, they did a great job with that. Like, I guess Xbox's, like, accessibility controls, like, they are, they are, like, above Steam, above, like, Sony. They are just head and shoulders above. And I could see it here. It was really, but really, style-wise, they, they look like matte. They look like animated, like, mats. If you watched a preview, you'd be able to see the style easy i uh, i put that game on my queue but i wasn't sure like what it was about because the description is pretty vague you know what i mean yeah for sure but there is um, there's some intense scenes i was just like wow and there's like avenues that you could go down like the husband and wife are having issues and he thinks that she's cheating on him and it's one of those like do you just want to let that go or do you want to confront her and gotcha. I'm sure that would have led differently depending on your choice. Like, I chose to take it a different way. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Huh. But if you like that type of storybook, honestly, it was like six, seven hours, so it isn't that long. Oh, that's not bad. That's why, yeah. like, like Edith Finch, Firewatch, I found that, like, Yakuza Zero... I looked up how long that could take. Even just like mainlining the main story, that's like 35 hours. And it's like 105 hours if you want to complete it 100%. And then I look at like As Dust Falls, Edith Finch, Firewatch, like doing those bite size. I can be done with this in like three sittings. That's very appealing to me now. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I did not know Firewatch was sort of like a interactive. I don't know if I want point and click adventure. You know what I'm saying? It's well, it's not point and click. Um, I like the interactive. I like the dialogue trees. Like that's very fascinating for me. Yeah, I like the fi- role play aspect of that. So, so Firewatch. Well, both of them, the ones that I mentioned, are like you. You have a dialogue tree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like, I don't know how deep it is. Cause I feel like at some point you end up getting to kind of like the same outcome. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, regardless yeah, of what you funnel you, you down a certain way. Yeah. 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 Um, I enjoy what remains of Edith Finch a lot more. Cause I think the story is more compelling. 
Okay. Um, and I think the way that you interact with the dialogue and the story itself is more interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like with Firewatch, like you you walk down to a spot and then like you get the dial like the narration right, and you like pick your dialogue choice to go to the next section. Um, but it almost doesn't feel like it impacts the story. I don't know. Maybe it's I don't know. What What remains of Edith Finch is just like perfection. So. I can't wait now. Yeah, you got, and you got I hate dude. to say it, like I want to support as dusk falls because that is a Microsoft, I think, published game. Mm. So in my head, if I play it, then I'll be part of that analytic, and maybe Microsoft will be like, "Hey, that was really good for us. We should support more games like that." Right. Instead of a Call of Duty or a superhero game like. Whether it was completely successful or not, eh, whatever. Did did it kill me? No. Like, six hours, okay. Yeah, like I said, that was a nice bite-sized thing. I feel like I got something out of it. No, that's good. I'll check it out. Yeah, definitely. I'll check it out. I mean, it's free, so... <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, I do like those kind of games. And I, like, every time I find a new one, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to, like, take the time to do this. You know what I mean? Because, like, if right. the story's good, they're, like, really engrossing. Definitely. Um, that's that's so, the thing. Like, a lot of people love Final Fantasy, but if you got to the end of a 60-hour Final Fantasy game and you're just like, that's all right. Like, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was 60 hours, dude. Man, It'd I be one playing... thing, like, your daughter would have, like, her age bracket. Uh-huh. They might have. Like, 60 hours for them is just like, eh, whatever. But, like, 60 hours to find 60 hours in my day? Yeah. That oh, I know. Hard. I know. I, uh, I was playing a couple weeks ago Final Fantasy thirteen, thirteen one because okay. there's two. Right. Um, and it wasn't like, I don't know, man. Like, the last time I played Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy seven. So this is, like, 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Or longer. I just I remember that game being more fun. Final Fantasy Thirteen seemed like a, a game like a Firewatch, mm-hmm. except an RPG version. Like, but there was mm. no choice. You know what I mean? Like, you walk down and you fight monsters, and you hit like uh, you know attack four times and that kills the monster, and you go walk again and you hit attack four times and that kills the monster and you walk again. Um, and it wasn't like as much fun. Did it feel like it had the bones to what you remember as Final Fantasy? Or is it so different that you're just like, I I understand that this is a strength. Like, plus three to strength. But beyond that, like, I don't know. Like, this is way different. Yeah, it felt different. It didn't feel, okay. like, as good. Like, the, the, the actual battle system wasn't as good, I didn't think. Gotcha. Yeah. I have heard good things, because I think someone from Final Fantasy went and did Octopath Traveler. I have heard good things about that, and that's on okay. Game Pass. Is it on Game Pass? I'll check that yep. out. Yeah, I heard Octopath that's a lot more Traveler. retro-y. Which might be right up your alley. Like, I tried Stardew Valley because I heard so many people raving about it. Yeah, that's alright. And for me, it's... And I get, like, I get the appeal. It's a slow-drip game, and that's the appeal. But... After playing like eight, nine days of it, I was just like, <laughs> the 
there's so much wash and repeat and like medial tasks of like this game would take me 300 hours to even feel like I got my head wrapped around it. I know there isn't an ending, but I was just like, there's so much shit. It was overwhelming that I was just like, nope, I got to go on to the next game. No, 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 no. Can't do it. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I'm just in a different space. I, I really, I, I want to play, I want to play with my friends first and foremost. And then after, and I do not want to play multiplayer by myself. So yeah. in, unless I have buddies like, hey, let's jump on to Destiny. I'm not jumping on to Destiny by myself. I have no <laughs> idea where to go other than to go to the tower. Like, that's all I know. Yeah, so I don't go to the tower get some so, quests, bro. Yeah, so unless somebody's like, dude, let's play, then I'm there. But if you're not going with me, no. And I'm not even doing that with, like, Call of Duty anymore. Like, I ain't playing multiplayer. Like, I'm terrible. Why would I... Why would I put myself through that? Mm, yeah. Yep. No, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, what else? What's on, what else is on your watch list? Reading watch list. So we're about to find out what happens because one of my AirPods is at four percent. So oh, I'm hoping shoot. I can still hear you on the other AirPod. Oh boy, are you charging up the one that's at four percent? Well, the charger's dead. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> do I have a cord in here? Oh no! Is this USB C? Let's find out. No, this is lightning. All right, I don't have a lightning cable in here, oh, so um, we'll find out. Um, so, listener, if this episode just all of a sudden ends, understand why. Yeah, that's why. So I watched. I was curious about the Wheel of Time. Yes, uh, and? on Amazon Prime. Right, uh, and it's eight episodes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. Based on the fantasy series, right? The trailer um, looked good. Trailer looks good. If you if you read the reviews, it's hilarious. There's like mm-hmm. no in between reviews. Uh oh. Okay. So like this show is rated three stars on Amazon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because half of the reviews are one star. Yeah. And the other half are five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't believe they made George into blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. There's none of that. Okay. Um, It's not being uh, real sacred about I read the book. Yeah, it's like, if you read the book, one star. If you didn't read the book, five stars. (laughs) That's basically what it boils down to. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll watch the show. I'll give it four stars. Um, It was pretty short. For, like, a fantasy series to have mm-hmm. only eight episodes, like, that's really short. Is it sci-fi or fantasy? No, it's fantasy. Okay. Is there, like, dragons? What, what's going on? What um, type of fantasy? There are no dragons, but there is a character they call the dragon. Oh, Yes. Um, so it's fantasy, um, and there's, like, it's kind of, it's it's weird. Um, like, I watched the show and I really enjoyed it, but I really want to read the books because, like, Ooh. it seems really fascinating, like, the world. Uh, and you learn some stuff, like, towards the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most, most fantasy shows basically, like, seem like they take place in the past, right? Because they're all, like, kind of medieval type of magic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how this show plays out. But you learn later that this is, like, the far future, 
basically. Oh, neat. Um, and there's this like weird prophecy thing um, where like there's a dark one and a light one, and they battle for like the fate of the world. And depending on who wins the fight is what happens to the world. So the reason like this looks like a medieval place is because in the last battle three thousand years ago, the dark one won, and so the world was like thrown into chaos, right? And mm-hmm. like that's why they're like medieval times, basically. But sure. spoilers, uh unless you read the book, I guess, or the series. Um you get like a flashback to the previous dragon. The dragon is what they call the, the light one, okay? Um the dragon reborn. Um you get a flashback to the previous dragon and it they have like fucking hover cars and shit there's like skyscrapers and stuff and you're like whoa what's going on so like that's really cool um the uh my favorite thing about this is like the magic system like it's really well done hmm. um and i guess like there if, if you're a fantasy fan like you might know like better examples I've, I've never read the books of these like i love fantasy but i have never read the wheel of time sure um so basically you have like the source, right? Which I guess would be like God and I guess, I don't know. And then you have the dark one and the light one and they fight for the battle of the, of the, of the fate of the, the earth. If the mm-hmm. light one wins, then like things are great. Like civilization progresses. Like, you know, you get like cover cars and shit. People go to space. If the dark one, um, wins, then you get thrown like back into nothing, right? You know, like riding horses and buggies. Right. Um, but like, Throughout the whole thing, there's like this like really serious religious undertone. Um, mm. So there's like there's like a little bit of like the Matrix, but not really because there's no like the one. Although I guess the dragon is the one, um, but it's not like a simulation thing. It's just like how the world works. So there's like some really deep, like philosophical things that I think the show doesn't go into. Which is why I want to read the books, because it seems like they would go into it in depth in the books. For sure. Um, I don't know how big the series is, but I would assume, like, several books. I mean, it's a fantasy series, so it's got to have, right. like, ten books. You know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, they're all super long. Um, but, like, people can wield magic. Um, they call it channeling, I guess. Uh, where they can, like, tap into the source and, like, use magic in certain ways. Um, and after, like, the previous dragon fought the Dark One, they realized that, like, men that can wield magic end up, like, going crazy, basically. Mm-hmm. And so after the last battle, they banned, like, all men from using magic. And so all the magicians are women. And so they build this, like, militaristic, like, religious cult based on, like, the prophecy of the dragon and the use of magic. And they're, like, broken down to different groups, which are identified by colors. Um, so, like, the Red Aja are the, the female, like, military arm of the group. The group is called the Aes Sedai. <clears throat> and they, like, basically go hunt for what they call, like, um, false dragons, <clears throat> which are just, like, men that can use magic. And basically they hunt them down and either kill them or basically, like, brainwash them through magic into like never using magic again. Um, but usually they kill him. And, uh, so the, the main Aja is a blue Aja. Uh, I can't remember her name. It's Rosamund Punk, uh, Pike. Um, 
she's like trying to find the next dragon because that's what the prophecy said that the dragon was born like in this whatever time. Um, and so she finds the dragon in this town, except it's like five different people. Um, so she like basically gathers all of them and, uh, Oh, I think we died. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay, good. So I've got one headphone. Uh Oh, very good. I'm glad that worked. Um, so she finds like these group of kids in this town. They're like, whatever, 20 years old. And, but she can't figure out like who is the dragon. So she takes all of them and they get attacked by trolls because the trolls want to kill the light one. Um, and so like you get to see all this like cool magic stuff, which shows up in the trailers. Um, they go see like a seer, which is like, you know, somebody that can predict the future kind of. And the seer's like, well, they're all the dragon. She's like, that's not possible. Like, this per- the dragon was, like, reincarnated in five people. Um, so anyways, long story short, this happens through eight episodes. You find out that one of them actually is the dragon. Um, but, like, they all have, like, a piece of the dragon in them. So they all have some kind of, like, really important, like, part to take in this, like, Wheel of Time religious thing. Um and that's kind of where the season ends. Uh, one of them does fight, like, the Dark One. They find them in, uh, like, an old abandoned city, basically. Um, they call it the Eye of the World. And he does fight him in there. And it's, like, it's cool, like, the way it's done. Because it happens in, like, a dream. But, like, it's not a dream. And there's magic in the dream and in real life. So, it's tough to explain. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Like, you know, I love philosophy and religion and there's like, Oh yeah. I start after I watched the show, I ended up looking a bunch of stuff up. Um, it's like a really complicated world that, uh, that was built for the series. So I, think well, I just be... did a cursory search and yeah. it was originally supposed to be four planned as four books. Yep. And they're currently at 17. 17. Yeah, I think it's 14 actual books, one prequel, and two compendiums. Jesus, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, when you said it's a, a big series, it's like, no doubt that's a big series. Holy mackerel. Yeah. That's um, cool. I, I am interested, though, because I saw that um, Brandon Sanderson had done some of the books. Mm. Um, and I've read, uh, what did he do? The Name of the Wind, I think it was. Um was the first book in one of the series he did. It was really good. So I'm looking forward to uh, to checking the books out. But uh, again, not, not having read the books, mm-hmm. like, I enjoyed it. I don't know, like, obviously, usually the book is always better. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So like, yeah, okay, whatever. But just like in comics, like, do you really just want to see the thing that you just read in like a movie format? Like, that's kind of boring. I think I would would want to read a book after a TV show or a movie. Cause you know, it'll be fleshed out more mm. like a comic might be and might not be depending. Oh yeah. But yeah, a novel, especially 17, there's going to be a lot more information in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think it's worth a watch. You know uh-huh. what I mean? They're like eight, one hour episodes. Like, it's not, like, the best pacing, mm-hmm. uh, but, like, really, is any fantasy series, like, really well-paced? Like, they're all slow, you know what I mean? Like, that's part of fantasy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, world-building. Um, yeah, world-building. 
And I think in the amount of time that they're given, they do a pretty good job at like showing what the world is about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not going to be able to to put in 17 books worth of material in eight hours. No. Right? No. Um, so, you know, I kind of hope they make a season two. I assume they will because I'm sure Amazon spent a ton of money on it. Yeah, since they own it. Yeah. Yeah, since they own it. It's like that and like the Tolkien universe, you know that? Yeah, the Lord of the Rings. They're going to be throwing in plenty of money, and that will not just be a one one season thing. Well, I mean, they they spend like two hundred million just on the rights, right? Right. So they ain't going to blow it just on one season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which I saw a trailer for that, and it looked all right. Yeah, whatever. It looked me. Uh, I would I would be a lot more interested in reading Wheel of, the the seventeen Wheel of Time books. Mm. So I'm a big uh, I'm a big Tolkien fan. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very unpopular opinion. Mm. My favorite book of the Lord of the Rings saga, the whole world, is the Silmarillion. That's I think the not, Silmarillion that, that's is not a surprise. Yeah, I think that's a way better book than Lord of the Rings. Um, but that's probably not true for most people because it's very dry. It's like a history of Middle Earth, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But knowing you, I'm not surprised. I know, I know. That's right up your alley. Yep. I remember reading it and I was like, God, this is so good. They should make a movie out of this. And I thought about it. I was like, it is impossible to make a movie out of this. <laughs> And then young Martin was like, soon they'll create Wiki and somebody <laughs> will break down that book. Mm-hmm. Yep. Silmarillion. It's not even that big a book, but it's dense. <laughs> it's very dense. Because, you know, you're reading like basically a history book. Yeah. Um, so there's no dialogue or anything. I don't know. Whatever. Silmarillion is great. Hey, Come before, at me, bros. Before you lose all earbuds Mm -hmm. I want to know first I want to know your thoughts well first I should actually I should back it up okay let me let me preface all this and then I need then I just need you to expound on everything I want to know what you thought of Prey yeah that was my last thing yep after seeing Prey myself twice ooh twice yeah, of course. You have to watch nice. the Comanche version. Are you kidding me? I know. But before we do that, because I don't know how long I'm going to have you, the two movies I haven't seen are Predators and The Predator. Uh-huh. Should I watch those? Or no. should I be happy that I watched Predator, Predator 2, Prey, and the first Alien versus Predator? And just be like, eh, I'm good. I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. Listen, Alien vs. Predator, the first one, is not bad. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, do I want to do I want to hurt myself by watching Predators, The Predator, and I know I don't need to watch Alien vs. Predators too. No, Requiem was terrible. Yeah, I. Uh, that's why I never watched it. But what about Predators and The Predator? Let me see which one is The Predator. I think I know which one it is, but I want to make sure. I know one has Adrian Brody in it. That that I do know. And I think The Predator was directed by Shane Black, which I like Shane Black. All right. Yes, that, that is the one that I thought. The Predator is not good. Oh, damn it. But it's got Olivia Munn in it and Thomas yeah. Jane. 
You know I like some Keegan-Michael Peel. I know. He's pretty funny in that. Uh, Thomas Jane's hilarious. He's got Tourette's. Um, I know you shouldn't laugh at Tourette's, but it's it's funny, like, the way that it's worked in. Um, yeah, The Predator is not a very good film. Dang it. That okay. might be my, my second least favorite. My <gasps> least favorite being Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. Sure, sure. Um, Predators with Aiden Brody is uh, pretty good. Okay. It's got a Morpheus like- 2 in it. I like Marasha Ali and Walton Goggins. So, yep. What's 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 his name? Morpheus. You know, Morpheus from the Matrix. Topher um, Grace. No, Lawrence Fishburne. Ah, okay. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, the the not the Predators mm-hmm. is is pretty good. It's like um. What's that movie where they hunt people? Alien? The something game? It's the hardest game? The most dangerous game the or whatever it is? The most dangerous game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, okay. but with Predators. And without Steve Austin. And without Steve Austin. Yeah. Yes. yes uh, basically, the Predators like kidnap people and they put them on like, a hunting planet. Um, why? I don't know. They never say. Sci-fi. Uh, just... Because, to make it right. different. Because um, they could just easily hunt people, like, in their native planet. Um, but, yeah, so they kidnap people, they take them to this hunting planet, and, like, they hunt after them. And there's, like, predator dogs. Um, oh. And there's also, like, different kinds of predators. Like, you know how, uh, well, the first one didn't have it. But Aliens vs. Predator Requiem has, like, the super predator, which was dumb. <laughs> um, there's... There's not super predators here, but they're bigger than normal predators. The and it's like predator. Yeah, it's like a different tribe of predator. Sure. And they like also hunt each other. Like the big ones hunt the little ones. Okay. If there's some quality kills in it, I might watch it. Yeah, there's quality kills. Yeah, no, predators is good. Okay. Um, and then you'll understand. You know, the t- the title's kind of a double entendre. Like it's predators because there's multiple of the alien creatures. Sure. Um, but all the people that are in this movie are predators, so you'll find right, out why. Right, right, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, mercenaries and killers and things like that. That's why it's predators. Gotcha. But getting back to 2022, Prey. Here. On Hulu. I'm, I'm going to rank them. Yes. Predator, Prey. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Now, it, now it gets spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, Predators. Ooh. Predator 2. Mm-hmm. Alien vs. Predator. Sure. The Predator. <laughs> Alien vs. Predator Requiem. That's I, think that, I think that's correct. Yeah. Uh, 2022's... Uh, Epic sci-fi thriller from Dan Trachtenberg of Totally, totally Red, Red Show. Show. That's yes. right. Yeah. That's right. Um, fantastic. I loved it. 12 Clover, isn't it 12 Cloverfield Lane or 10 Cloverfield Lane? 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yep. Um, I love this movie. It's really well done. Like, it's beautifully shot. I wish I would have seen this in theaters. Uh, I agree completely. Like, it's beautiful. I think this movie would have had long legs in theaters. Yeah, I agree. 
Because uh, I think the word of mouth would have like sent people into the theater week two, week three. Yep. Yeah, from what I've seen, it's gotten like pretty positive reviews. Definitely. So that's good. I bet you anything they will release this in a theater. You think so? I think it'll be a small time type thing. I bet you anything they'll do it for the Academy Awards. I could see that. Because I could see like for music or something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they're getting huge kudos for being the first movie that was dubbed into Comanche. That was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I saw that when I got to the end of the movie, it's like, watch it in Comanche version next. And I'm like, what? That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, so good. Yeah, I know it's gotten kudos for that because it's like all the main characters are Native American, like in real life. Yep. Um, which doesn't really happen. A lot of times when you have like Native Americans, it's like white people that look like kind of Native American-ish. Yeah. Val Kilmer can be Native American, right? Yeah, throw yeah. him in the movie. Of course. Um, and I know the producer is Native American also. I think she's Sue. Um, so that was but kind that of was, a big that deal. That was fascinating. Fascinating. That they yeah, took really that, good, right? that much so, care into it. It's like a historical drama, like alt fiction kind of thing. Yeah. Because um, it, it takes place in the 17-teens, I believe it is. Um, and so you have like... You follow this Native American tribe, but you also have, like, French um, fur trappers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you're in the U.S., but it's not the U.S. yet. Um, and so you still have, like, all these groups trying to fight for land. And so you have some of, like, the, the racial, cultural tension from, like, Europeans coming over. But you also have, like, this predator um, who is hunting just for, like, the best prey. And I really love the way that that was done. Because in all the Predator movies, like, they just come to hunt people. But, like, in this one, it's not really like that. Like, yeah, they he ends up hunting people eventually. But, like, he's just looking for the best Predator. It's almost mm-hmm. like it's almost like this is the, the first time... I know it's not, like, by Predator lore. But it's almost like the first time that the Predators find Earth, kind of. You know what I mean? Because yep. this guy, like, he goes and, like, he's watching the wolf, and then, like, he hunts the wolf and fights the wolf, and then, like, the bear, right? Um, and then eventually people. So I thought, like, that was really well done. Oh, the mountain lion, too. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. My my mortal enemy from when I go camping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, man, how beautiful was the Great Plains? Jesus I know, right? Christ. It looked like CGI. It was so gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Yeah, like really beautifully shot. Great dialogue. Um, great music. Great like music. Like if you watch it a second time, listen to this. The, the music is beautiful. Yeah. Um, I loved uh, Amber Midthunder, the main character. I can't remember her like movie name. Um, but the she girl was that so plays good. The now I really, really want to go back and watch uh, the TV show she was in. I, I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything. What's she been she, in? Oh, God. What was it? Legion. Legion. She was in Legion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really want to see that. Oh, Legion's good. you never seen Legion? Never saw Legion. No. I saw the first season. First season's great. Yeah. Dying. Dying to see uh, it now. With uh, whatever her name is. She plays the crazy. Um. Yeah, Amber Thunder. Great. Fantastic. I love her character. Like, she's so, like, 
F you, I'm going to do my own thing. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I should be, like, you know, with the tribe, like, cooking rice or whatever. Right. Um, like, I'm going to make she my dad proud. She, yeah, she is not going to, like, she is not going, just because there is a role for her, whether that's by, you know, her sex or what, like, she is not taking that role. Mm-hmm. Like, she is forging her own path, which was really, really neat to see. Yep. How'd you like the design of the Predator? I, I mean, he was a big, beefy boy. <laughs> I yeah, really he, liked all of the gadgets. I need quality kills. I need I need things to make sense. Mm. Like you know, in a Predator film, there's going to be a there's going to be mud somewhere. Yep. There Always. has to be. Has to be. Uh, you need the laser lights. Yep. You need the um, wrist blades. Yep. Um, and, and you get the spear. Yep. Other than that, what else are you going to get? Like each movie is going to bring something new to the table. And I thought this brought like the new gadgets were really cool. Really cool. I love the shield. Uh, yeah, I love that too. And and I love the netting, the net, the like retractable net. That's Mm -hmm. that, that was a, that was such a quality kill. Mm hmm. And it was just a great action film. It wasn't like Predator 2 almost went action, not horror, but like suspense. Like they went down that road a little bit more, which I'm sure they wanted to do something a little different than Predator. Sure. But but Prey just it had that tension the entire way through. But I loved how it let you breathe the first third. Yeah. Yeah. That was fascinating. Yep. And so, I love the effects of the um, the glistening like look that the predator always has, mm-hmm. like that little like whatever it is the um, the cloak that they that they put on themselves. Yeah, yeah. I like when and I, hey, you can correct me if you want. You definitely have seen three more films than I have. <laughs> but I love the shot of like blood going onto the camo and you get the outline of the predator, yep. not the entire thing, but just a little bit. Yep. And I thought that was very clever. Like you got to actually see the mass instead of just the reflection. There's yeah. like a really small effect that I thought worked well that mm-hmm. I've never seen in any other predator movie. Uh, but like, when something touches him, you get like this little like glimmer of orange. I don't know if you caught that. Hmm. It's almost like the the camouflage is like a force field. Like in, remember in Dune where they have the little force field. Oh yeah. And every yeah, yeah, like yeah. if if you're like digging a sharp object through the the force field, it like changes color. Mm-hmm. They they do that in here too, but not like it's it's very subtle, like really subtle. And a lot of the times it's like around the hands. If you watch it again, pay attention and you'll see it. I was yeah, like, oh, that's so cool. That's really neat. Yeah. And to be honest with you, did I enjoy that she didn't fall into mud and that's that's what? Uh-huh. That's how he couldn't see her? That they did a different device for that? Yeah, Dude, when I she that. when she fell into the bog and she came out covered in mud, remember when she's like throwing the axe oh, yeah. at the tree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no, not the mud thing. But he doesn't do the yep. mud thing. And I was like, yes, Dan Trachtenberg, you do know the franchise. Right. 
Yeah. Um, so let me. I, I, Twisted I have a question. just enough. Just, just enough. enough. So I have a question because you said you rewatched Predator Two, correct? No, I rewatched this twice. Oh, oh, you rewatched? Okay. So I twice. I I rewatched Predator Two uh, a couple months ago. So I, okay. I bought all of them. So I like rewatched nice. all of them. Nice. Um, but I I didn't pay attention to the last scene. So maybe I should just go back to that last scene. Okay. Um, have you ever seen Predator Two? Uh, initially when it came out on VHS, I saw it, okay. yeah. So, do you remember the end of Predator 2? No. Okay. So, But they're all I, on Hulu, that's why I might have to do a rewatch. Alright, so, I was gonna look this up after I watched Prey, and then I totally forgot. Mm-hmm. And now talking about it makes me remember again. So, at the end of Predator 2, Danny Glover follows the Predator to the ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... He's, like, fighting the Predator and kills him. And then, like, a whole group of Predators show up. Like, they come out of camouflage. Yes. On the ship. Yes. And then you have that really old Predator that comes to him and gives him a gun. Okay? Do you Mm -hmm. remember the scene? I remember all the other Predators decloaking, but I don't remember the gun. Right. So the old guy, the old Predator, gives him a gun. And I need to watch Predator 2 again because... It has an inscription on it, but I'm pretty sure it's the same gun in this movie. The pistol? The pistol that's got the plate on it that says 17 whatever? Yeah. I think it's the same gun. Oh, that's neat. Right? I don't doubt it. Trachtenberg definitely is... (laughs) He definitely has researched this franchise. Yep. I'm pretty sure it's the same one. That's cool. I might have to rewatch that. That's why I sort of want... like. Predator, I know pretty well. I've watched that umpteen times. But Predator 2? No. I just looked it up. It is the same gun. That's cool. That's a really neat tie-in. Yeah. I like the little, like, bone mask that he wore, too. I love the mask. That's what I was asking about, like, the little tweaks of the Predator. Because he's, like, he's taller than the original. He looks a little leaner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the actor's taller in real life. I think uh, I think the the original actor was taller. Um, I think he was like seven foot or something, and this guy's like Jeez. six seven or six eight. Um, but he's leaner, and I think he moves better. Um, but I like some of the cosmetic changes, like the mouth is different. Yeah, because uh, they have that like spider alien mouth that opens up in four pieces, and mm-hmm. like this one opens up much wider. Right. Um, and he looks a little more, like, alien than the original. I don't know. It's weird to describe. I feel like the original looks a little more human than this guy, if that makes sense. Yeah, the original had, like, dreadlocks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, this guy's kind of got dreadlocks, too. A little bit, but... But, uh, but yeah, the mask is freaking awesome, dude. Because they yeah. always have those, like, metal masks. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one looks like... It's like a skull that he puts on his face. Um... But it's, it can't be a skull, because it's got all the computer stuff in it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, but it looks badass. It looks awesome, dude. I loved it. Sheesh. I loved it. And I still love that Predator vision, dude. Woo. Mm-hmm. That works. That's very effective. It sure does. This is the number boy, one I... most popular movie on IMDb. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I don't see... When I rated it on Letterboxd... I don't see how you could improve it. 
I just don't. Hmm. Like, what are you going to do? Edit out some of the tribe scenes? Why would you do that? Like, yep. that builds on what happens later. Hey, so I just found Predator movies ranked by AMDB rating. It was my yeah. exact rating. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. How is the meta score for Predator 46? God, I hate these fucking scoring systems. What is that? Meta scores when where they mix the like professional movie reviewer scores. No, I with... mean what what is that like? What are you going off of? Oh, right. Is that like Roger Ebert being like, "Oh, this isn't highbrow enough." That's probably what it is. Or is it a twelve-year-old like, "Oh, these special effects look terrible." Mm. Like, ay ay ay. Who knows? Anyways, fantastic movie. Um, I was a little... Really good, and do you want to see more Predator in Marvel? Isn't it Marvel Comics? Yeah, that book came out this last week. But came out with last superheroes. Week. It's funny that you say that. Somebody's like, they should make... Now that Predator is like a Disney property, they should do an X-23 Predator crossover. Yeah, I don't know if I need to see Spider-Man against Predator. No. No. Yeah, I think that'd be ridiculous. I I would like it if they just kept them separate. You know what I mean? Like, they can cross over the Alien book with Predator. I think the Alien book comes out, like, pretty soon. Yeah. Next week or in two weeks? Three weeks? I'm fine with them having titles, for sure. I just don't need them. I don't need them, hey, we got this. We got to bring it into our land. No. You don't need to do that? Although, the Batman-Predator crossover is pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. I liked I liked all those. Mm-hmm. Superman uh, Alien, I like that. Superman Alien, yep. Alien Wildcats, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with no Wildcats in it, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Why didn't they just call it Stormwatch Wildcats? I don't get it. I know that was, but it was a good one that I didn't I didn't remember ever seeing. So it was great that you told me, and I went and read it. Yep, so good. It's really good. Oh, whatever. I think we've talked about this already. But it's really good when you find out like what the plans were for Stormwatch. Mm-hmm. Right. Check so. a previous Nerdy Legion episode, listeners. That's right. Martin Break Martin breaks that down very well. Yes. Yes. But uh yeah, Prey was awesome. I loved it. I uh I do I haven't watched the Comanche version. Um I do need to see that. because uh, I think that'd be cool. Um, yeah, you should. My one issue with this movie. Uh oh. Is not with the movie. Oh. But but with the way that it's displayed. And maybe, like, I did something wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But when, like, the French show up, mm-hmm. I don't have any English subtitles. Right. You're not so supposed how, to. How am I supposed to know what they're saying? You Are you saying you were confused during that whole bit? No, I wasn't. Right. I That's the whole saying. point. Guess what? You know what Dan Trachtenberg just did? <laughs> He showed you the story. Why do you have to hear the story? No, I think that was fully intentional. Yeah. Yeah. And I okay. thought that was brilliant. All right. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have changed that at all. All right. I Imagine mean, I, the confusion and how scared she was. No, well, sure. For sure. Yeah. You don't need to hear what these scumbags are saying. I mean, I didn't mind it after a few minutes. Just like when it first happened, I'm like, what are they saying? The only thing I would have liked to hear... And this goes back to the original, is listening to whomever, whatever characters on the screen, through the Predator filters. 
oh yeah, when he does that over here, yeah. over here. Right. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I wish I wish they would have done that. That's the one thing that I would have liked to hear. Huh. Well, maybe this predator isn't advanced enough yet. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's the first predator. 400 years ago. Maybe it's the first one. Maybe it oh, isn't. Oh, see? Knows? See? I mean, it depends. Did he cause... crash land on the planet? I don't think so. No, he did not. Right. So, But he might have been ship... the first one to find it. That's what I'm saying. But his ship might have went back to the stars. Are you saying his, his gigantic ship, he's the only one in that ship? Come on. Yeah, no, they. Ne- I, I'm pretty sure they never travel alone, right? Like, on the main ship, there's always multiples, and they send out, like, the little scout ships to the planet. It's so cool. Yeah. I love seeing that, that their ship going through the clouds. I thought that was great. And I love the end credits breakdown of the entire movie. Yep. And did you watch the end credits? I did. Okay, so you saw, like, the very end, like, spoiler bit? Oh, uh, no, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, you should watch that. Really? Yeah. It goes spoil be- it for me. It goes beyond the movie, let's just say that. Oh. Well, folks, looks like my headphones died at this point. And so due to technical difficulties, we're going to end the episode right here. You didn't miss much. We only talked for another, like, 45 minutes. But that's okay. We'll come back next week and the week after and the week after. Our goal is to do 300 episodes by the end of the year. I had to put that in because Nick and I talked about this for like 10 minutes and he swore I should have put that in the episode, but I'm doing it anyway. My promise to you, 300 episodes by the end of 22. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.